Well, welcome to the madness continues, everybody. It's uh, it's it's it's, it's weird. It's, it's still a weird year. It's still weird. It's still happening. And now it's fall, and COVID cases are shooting up around the planet. But you didn't come here <laughs> to listen to bad news. No, you didn't. This is coming at you live from a basement in Michigan. That's right, Michigan basement. I'm here. I'm uh, I'm I'm at my parents' place. I'm at my parents' my parents' place. Chilling out, taking it easy, uh, spending some time with the rents up in uh, near Traverse City. And uh, this conversation is coming at you from about a week hence. I sat down with Brian Morton and Rachel Ibrahim uh, and talked a comedy with them. Zanies is still open, everybody. Zanies is back and rolling, and it got back to it pretty quick. Crowds are there. Crowds are having fun. Young people are coming out, which is a little different than the normal... You know, comedy club audiences tend to run, uh, you know, they can tend to run to the older side. And then uh, Brian, has, uh, as he will say in this thing, is, is hitting up um, much younger people, which is awesome. Uh, I, I think it's pretty great that, I mean, just a comedy institution like Zanies can keep it rolling through this. So hopefully you get the opportunity to go out and, and see some comedy. I should let everybody know also, by the way, that I got pretty lit during this, uh, Rachel mixed up a drink that was rather, uh, it was rather, rather, it was a double. We'll talk about it a little bit in this thing. I get it. I got, I got lit pretty quick. And I think it shows. <laughs> I'm not, I guess I'm not afraid of it. It's whatever. That's the, uh, that's the year that we're having. And um, it was really lovely to actually sit down and catch up with Brian. It had been a while. Fans of the podcast don't exist. Uh, but if you do exist, you'll remember that I had him on the pod a while ago. And we talked, uh, we shot the shit. But I did not set enough time last time. Brian uh, commented on that. And I wanted to make sure that this time I had the actual the, the, the actual space, the space time that this chat needed. And I did this time. I think we did it. I think we shot the bolt. Uh, we go through a lot of stuff. This is a really fun conversation. So if you're in Chicago, if you're in the Chicago area, you need to go check out Zanies. Go support them. Take a mask, wear it, go down there, buy a ticket, get some drinks, sit down, watch a show. Chris, go watch Chris Higgins. Go watch Chrissy Higgs. See Higgs. See Higgins. Mick Chiggins over there. Go watch him. Go watch him do his, uh, his, his voices. And uh, go listen to him while he's on stage doing his voices and telling jokes. I, I got to tell you, he he was featuring the the week I was there. So I'm sure he's getting booked more. And, uh, you know, we got to have comedians up there doing their things. So hopefully him and his blonde mane are seen on many a stage in the Chicagoland and Midwest areas. And you can go check them out. Anyway, Chris, uh, hopefully you're getting booked, buddy. And, and also, maybe we'll get you on the show. Anyway, take it easy, everybody. Uh, take a look at our lovely conversation, and be well. Oh, it's crisp. It's crispy clean. It's crisp. <laughs> Raquel Ibrahim. <laughs> That's literally how you say it. Ibrahim. Ibrahim. I, uh, like well, I grew up in Metro Detroit, so <laughs> I knew a lot of Ibrahims. Assalamu alaikum. Salaikum salam. Oh, yeah, alaikum salam. <laughs> and alhamdulillah. 
We didn't know that. Yeah, and alhamdulillah. <laughs> Inshallah. It was like, I think I, I think Azar Uzman and I bonded like really strongly when I first met him because I think I said Inshallah to something he said and he was like, what? What did you say? What? Inshallah, brother. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Hold, okay. All right, Azar. Uh, that was a lot. Uh, here we are at Zany's. Uh, we're waiting for Brian to come on down, but we're in the main room where comedy has resumed during COVID. Uh, I was so excited to come in and do this with you guys. I'll probably repeat this once Brian gets here also, but this was like, I just was so excited to come down and like, this is my, I mean, this club is like so iconic in the fact that you guys are back up and rolling. It's been a tumultuous time. <laughs> been a little strange <laughs> why does your head say emotional on it <laughs> because i am emotional <laughs> actually brian got me this for my birthday which says a lot but it's my one of my favorite bands emotional oranges oh okay i didn't yeah. know I didn't, it was a band okay got it i thought it <laughs> but was also just, it's like just fitting yeah as well i just so. feel like that's such a that's a really aggressive <laughs> gift to get for a woman here's a hat <laughs> i just like wear things in hopes that people don't speak to me when i'm on the train <laughs> and i thought this hat like really worked for me and it did and it does <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> i feel like there's a really good like somebody had a mask on that just said fuck and i thought that's a great nobody's gonna mess with you right like you just don't want to talk to these people it's like now a challenge there was a guy i was coming through the airport because uh, i just did some traveling you know and i was i was when i was flying back from denver i was in the uh I was in the airport and I was coming back into uh, O'Hare and this I passed this guy who had he didn't have a mask on but he had an eye patch on and everybody was looking at him and he just kept pointing to the eye patch like he, <laughs> like, like I got it <laughs> and like the people were like way away from this guy like he had a way more than six feet and I thought to myself if you were gonna try to if you were gonna try to yourself stay healthy a great way to do it is by doing that. Nobody would come near you. Ever, They'd be like, this dude's yeah. crazy. He's got to have COVID but or something. Also, like, if he did wear a mask and an eye patch, like, I feel like that's, like, a lot of orifices on your face <laughs> that are, like, covered. You know? Like, I would be, like, so stressed out about it. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm actually surprised about, Rachel, is I haven't seen anybody wearing an actual like spaceman style like bubble over their head oh, like there's yet. people who have that like face guard which i think looks honestly looks so stupid <laughs> if i'm i think mask uh, depending on the mask i think you actually look kind of cool i think you look i think i think so it's bad. pretty hip actually yeah. and like somebody looks pretty cool i think that I've, I've seen a lot of instagram posts where i'm like this like these people actually look pretty hip wearing this i mean a look asians are the most fashion forward people there are and they've got this on lockdown. They wore masks way before there was a pandemic. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it was, that was my, when I, when this was first going on in New York, one of my jokes is I was like, this pandemic has really got us all scared. I don't even know who's Asian or not anymore. This is really terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. So who am I supposed to hit on? Are you seriously into Asian women? What? Look, I'm a white man. Like. <laughs> I just, I had no idea. I just didn't know that that's uh, your vibe. I mean, that's just. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm also into all women. Oh, so, so just. Yeah, this is not a, a non-discriminatory <laughs> sort of like, do you have, Fair enough. do you have another X chromosome? I'm pretty much into it. Yeah. I'm pretty much. And maybe a Y. I don't care. Like, Fuck it. You're disgusting. I messaged with, this is a funny story. That's totally not PC. 
I uh, matched with, I was on Bumble and I matched with uh, a, uh, a trans woman, right? Mm-hmm. And I, when I swiped, I didn't realize, I just was like, oh, she's cute. And then like, and then matched. And then like later looked at the profile and I was like, oh, she's trans. And then she like never, she like never messaged me. And then I was like, well, now I'm kind of like, what the fuck? Like I'm, <laughs> you don't want to mess it. Like I'm real now I'm interested. Like so I'm now kinda, you're sitting here trying to message her. Yeah. So I, but I can't cause it's Bumble. Oh, so it's I, Bumble. so I use the daily extend. So I go 20, another 24 hours. <laughs> I know. So there's all these other women who were like, I was like, no, I kind of want to know why this right. woman didn't message me now. And which sounds shitty. That's like an internalized, like, I'm like, you don't think I'm good enough to, yeah. for, for you now? Like, right. I know that, I know that that makes me look bad. So Classic the point. comedy, narcissism. I, yeah, totally. This is fitting. Completely. So then <laughs> she ends up messaging me and she just says, hey, and then like the wave. And so. There we go. I know. So I message back and I'm like, hey, Taryn, like, uh, you know, I forget what her profile said. It was something. This was like a while ago. I was like, what's up, Brian? We got this all set up for you. We got, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're welcome. We actually did start. <laughs> so. Uh, so to finish this story, I was like, hey, cool. I, you know, you're, you have a cute dog or whatever. I forget what I messaged. Sick. And then she never messaged me back. <laughs> well, that's because you said you have a cool dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me want to unmatch you as well. So. Right. I, I'm not really good. Here's why I'm not good on Bumble is because. The first thing it says on my profile is I'm like, does I has a picture of me doing comedy and this is put does comedy and all the time I get messages that are like, say something funny or I want to see it. I mean, literally today, oh, no. uh, some woman was like, uh, I have one link to like a clip and apparently it doesn't work. Uh, so I got to figure that out. But uh, she clicked on it and she goes to this thing and then she's like, uh, this isn't that funny. And I was like. <laughs> And so I sent her three screenshots of other women being like, this is so funny. Hold and on, she was like, on. can we just backtrack a second? So yeah. <laughs> you, you have your Bumble and you put a clip. Yes. Of your comedy. In your Bumble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so wait, then somebody said it wasn't funny. So then you responded with other people's reactions. <laughs> <laughs> like testimonials. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like this uh, things are going really a, well over there. This might there. not be a you bad at Bumble thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a me. This is a me bad at comedy and Bumble thing. Oh, I'm pretty, honey. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I've accepted this pandemic has caused me to accept pretty hard that I'm like, wow, I'm really not that good at comedy. <laughs> like, oh, I feel so. It's so funny. I was just saying this to somebody the other day that like this comedy. Is why I would tell you you're good at comedy. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want oh, you to boy. take to like dating apps to see if you are good at comedy. I no, don't I don't. Like it's probably not a great. This, by the way, this triangle arrangement makes me feel like I'm being interrogated it's now. It's <laughs> like making me anxious. Really, I like it. Hey, socially distanced triangles. Yeah, What's I up, guys? Like I'm on a weird I talk island. real low, so you got. I got you. Turn it all the way. I got, I got you cranked me. up, man. <laughs> uh, you have a you have a baritone voice, buddy. Thank you. I don't. I don't know. I. Uh, before, honestly, like I used to sing soprano, and then, and then I swear to God, and then I hit puberty, and like it just is game over. It's singing. You could have been in the old country. You could have been a great castrato. Yeah, I was. You know, that's, that's all I want is to be castrated <laughs> at a young age. 
Keep hanging out with Rachel. It'll happen eventually. Dude, I found out. I was listening to I was listening to Roy Jones Jr. yesterday. He was on Joe Rogan. And he oh yeah. Said that, uh, he said that he used to follow squirrels around when he would hunt and shit when he was a kid. Yeah. And he said that uh, he would pay attention because he like loved animals. So like, he was obsessed with these squirrels, and he noticed that the the male squirrel would go to like I guess like the male squirrel has like ten girlfriends. And whenever uh, they would have babies, what? Yeah. whenever they would babies, the male squirrel would bite the balls off of all the kids. So then they would be like the less dominant ones. What? Yeah. They so he'd be like, no, nobody's. That's like literally. That's like an old Greek myth. Yeah. It's like no one is. Every squirrel can sing. Yeah. <laughs> They're all great singers. Okay, full no. circle on that. <laughs> no, but like that's but a, that's crazy. Right that's some like crazy. That's like uh, no one will do, no none of my progeny will unseat me. Yeah, I'm king of the squirreldom. Well, you said Greek. I mean, like you got to feel like Donald Trump's that today. Oh like, my god, you know right. Like there's oh. definitely like whoever I, like the leader is. Usually their kids don't follow. Oh my god. Sense. I look at the I look at the Trump kids and I think to myself, what a what a like I. It's hard to feel sympathy. I think for for them because they've grown up in such a position of like power and privilege but there's a part of me that genuinely thinks these poor fucking kids who grew up with this dad who's like like have you seen photos of his of his like house in trump tower like his condo yeah, yeah i mean it's, I've, it's I've insane been to, i've been to his fucking i haven't been there but my uh my dad has a place that's probably a mile down the road from mar largo are you serious? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I've been out there a thousand times, like, before he was president in the last yeah. year, because my dad's had this place since, like, 09, so. Your dad is the Russian mob. He is Russian, too, which is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Russian? I didn't know Yeah, that. yeah, my dad's Russian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Mar-a-Lago. I mean, yeah, it, my, my dad was a doctor, so he has definitely, um, he did well for himself, <laughs> but I. Interviewing you about your family. Yeah, but he, like, he has a nice condo, like, in a condo building on the beach. Yeah. So it's, it's a nice like, area, like, right? Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld lives there, fucking yeah. Billy Joel, Rod Stewart, anybody that was big, Howard Stern, anybody yeah. that was big in the 80s and 90s lives in. That South, whole area. Yeah, lives in West Palm Rod beach. Stewart's still around? Yeah, That's yeah. wild. Yeah, kicking it. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld lives everywhere, but New York, interestingly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Do you read that article? Yeah, Long yeah. Island. Yeah, because he's responding to James Altucher. Who wrote the forward for my book that I just published, oh, by yeah. the way. That was pretty wild. Oh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, thank you so much. That was a shameless way of me maneuvering the conversation in that direction. I like it. Uh, Joe Rogan just you mentioned. you put that in your bumble that you've published <laughs> James Altucher? I think you should put that over the comedy. I know, right? Over me a published author. A published author. I mean. <laughs> but here's a link. I know. And it's the clip of me talking about how I don't want kids. Like it's oh, dope. Yeah, and it's literally it's from like it's one of the worst comedy clips I have. It's from like So why'd you choose that one? Just because so, you you're like putting it out there, I don't want to have kids. Yeah, I was like if the if so, I think it was like a filter. Like I was like if a woman watches this and goes like this is kind of funny, this guy whatever, I'd talk to this guy, then it's like does almost doesn't matter what I do after that point on the date. Like she's already bought in. Do you know what I mean? It's like wearing sweatpants. Exactly. Like yeah. if I show up wearing sweatpants to a date and she's like he's fine like yeah. i'm what else am i gonna where, where where how much lower could i get and then i just wonder what's wrong with her <laughs> i think that after this conversation perhaps i could just peek at your bumble yeah here i'll just show it to you right now i'll just show it to you right now screen it for you i'm gonna show it to you right now first of all i've had to screen hers so <laughs> if we're being honest right, like i'm like go. not that this picture is tapped it this okay, is my pro here's my profile i'm not me there you go I'm just honest. Okay, this is a <laughs> lovely photo. Well, yeah, right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty man. 
I feel like Hinge is the one though. Like Bumble's kind of. Oh yeah, no, I, 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 so I mean, I just got out of a relationship like not long Congratulations. ago. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it took a while. Did you guys break up during COVID? Oh yeah, you better believe. But were, I mean, were you I quarantined together. The or seeds apart? were sown some time ago. Right. Yeah. Well, we we quarantined together, but I had just, you know, I moved to New York like earlier in the year. Yeah. I've been back and forth. Right. Anybody who's you know, people in Chicago comedy are constantly like, where the fuck are you? Like to me. Yeah. And I was in. So, I mean, I've been back and forth to New York for like two years, but the um, I, I was there and then COVID happened and I came back and then it was so it was like not a lot. It was like a long distance. And then it was like suddenly it was like a ton of she was like my only social outlet. Mm. And this, by the way, quarantine has really taught me that I it's funny because I think I think this is actually interesting to reflect on comedy because. I uh, I feel like at a certain level, me doing comedy was therapeutic because I haven't had that. And it's been like all of my crazy shit is like coming out because I haven't had the outlet of having you an audience. You don't get that on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Dude, I did two Zoom shows and I was like, no more. Yeah. I, can't, I can't take this. <laughs> yeah, it's like seven minutes in purgatory every time. It's so weird because you're like... type of person that can like... Thrive on that? Yeah, yes. autistic, I think, is the word you were looking for. <laughs> I don't even... I think it's just people that are like, fuck it at that point. Like, some people are just like, I guess, like, this is what we're all doing now. I mean, I'm glad I had the opportunity to do it. And both of the shows I did were very nice, but I just... It was like early in the quarantine, and I was like, this just doesn't... I can't... This doesn't scratch the itch. And how can I go through 15 minutes of material in, like, seven Six minutes? Yeah. Like, it's... Cr- yeah. It's, like it's just like... You just keep going. Yeah, oh it's God, so yeah. weird. If you just paused for a laugh every time, though. <laughs> like, you had the Four, same pacing. Five, or you just have, like, your own laugh tracks, like, on your iPhone. I would be... Interested. You know what's funny? I thought about doing that. I was yeah, like, like... why not? Because I thought about... I thought... I actually had this thought. What would Steve Castillo do in this situation? Yeah, and I thought he would bring his own laugh track, and then he would play it after like every. Did you watch it? So it said Seven Minutes in Purgatory. He has my favorite one ever. Did you like? Did you ever watch that show, Seven Minutes in Purgatory? No, no, no. Ian Abramson used to have a show where uh, he would, you as the comic, would perform in a different place than the audience was, and you had like a headset on so you couldn't hear anything, and you were just talking and like trying to keep your rhythm and like. Oh no! And it's for seven (laughs) minutes by yourself, and so. Steven did it and they did it at the hideout here. Yeah. And they would perform on the roof and everybody would be inside the hideout watching it. Oh no. And Steven starts. So like, uh, on the roof, like you walk out of a door and the camera is like on the other side. So you walk towards the camera from the door and then you start doing your stand up bit. Yep. But Steven like got really close to the camera and then he backed up and he was surrounded by, by ninjas. ninjas. Wait, I've heard this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's how I heard this story. This is so funny. Uh so I went this is this is such a weird circuitous way that I heard about this, but I did this uh T V pilot called Funny Planet that like me and uh you know Brendan Gay? You know yeah, Brendan Gay. Yeah. Brendan Gay and I and a guy from New York named Zach Tomasovic did this thing where we went to Iceland and filmed Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We did this whole thing. Right. And um it's still going on, this project's still working, but we were in the New York television festival and I met the former head writer from SNL. Okay. He did like a whole long talk. I forget which guy it was, but he did a whole long talk. And afterwards, I walked up. Me and Brandon walked up, and we were like, "Hey, Steve Castillo, like, do you know him?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw his video." And he said that bit. He said, yeah. "He's like, I saw that 
particular video, and I thought I gotta have this guy on the show. Well, I've watched like so I've seen seven minutes per, like when he would when Ian because Ian um, did comedy in Chicago for a long time, and then it got it was on Comedy Central. Yeah, he like, had that show at the Virgin Hotel, I think. Right. Right. Yeah, he had that one, Bellhop, it was called, and then this Seven Minutes in Purgatory, which got picked up by Comedy Central and did two seasons on like uh, Comedy Central Online. So uh, he he did it here and Steven like I've watched a ton of people do the show and do all different shit. Like Brody Stevens got up and drummed like most of his set, like, um, fucking Eric Andre got up and like, did like terrible band names for seven minutes. <laughs> so people just do different shit. Is this like a YouTube situation? It's on YouTube. Now you can watch it for sure, but you can't see Stevens. Cause that was like before they filmed right, it. Right, right. But, uh, so all of a sudden, like he comes, so Steven goes into the camera and then he backs up and then he's surrounded by ninjas and he's trying to tell jokes while he's fighting ninjas <laughs> off. And then like it would go closer so you couldn't <laughs> see what was happening and then pull out. And then like it ended with him like throwing a ninja off the roof. <laughs> and it was just like, and then he like finished and did his closing. It was just like, it was so creative that I was just like, what the fuck? And then he moved to LA and he started doing like the Yeezus and yeah. all that. He, yeah, yeah. He did like, or Steezus, like he did like his version a Kanye West concert and like yeah he's very I creative I saw him so when I went to SNL I went to SNL once and I saw yeah. him there yeah he was like running around all dressed up in a nice suit and shit he, that's just so like funny. totally opposite that's so of his funny vibe. man like he's just in a really nice suit it made like, me right. me he's such a good guy I have two things to say about him real quick that well because we're talking about it, is that one is that he was such a good resource for when we were in NYTVF yeah before we even met the dude who was knew him or anything uh, I called him a couple of times randomly asking for his advice on stuff. And he was so he's such a nice guy. Yeah. Like and really happy to Absolutely. give me time and like give me advice and stuff. That was really cool of him. And then uh, secondly, uh, he did. I used to have this show when I first moved to Chicago. This is like five years ago. I had this show called House of Jokes. OK. And I did. It was in like my, my living room, basically. And. He did the show one night, and it was cool because I the pitch I would give to people at my day job was like, you need to come out and see this because some of these comics are going to eventually be on SNL one day. Right. And then Steve is now he's a writer for SNL, yeah. so I was like, I can say that totally happened. Right. Yeah, like it, 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 it was just awesome that that like came full circle. Yeah, he's so, a beast. He's he's such a nice dude. Yeah. Uh, you guys got to get him out here doing um doing some dates or some, something. Yeah. I want to get everybody out here. Yeah, right. Uh, so, hey, now I'm fucking running the showcase. Show, I know, so dude. The cool. last time we talked, you were over at Laugh Factory. Now you're over here at the at, at one of America's three classic. Yeah. Like, you, I interviewed um uh Mark Ridley from Ridley's Comedy Castle, yeah. and he was like, there was, uh, he said there was the the Improv, the Ice House, and then Zanies. He's like, Zanies is the third comedy club that's a dedicated comedy club that's ever been created in the United States. And it's the only one between New York and L.A. Well, okay, so, like, all right, so the Ice House in Pasadena, sometimes they do, like, other stuff, so. Yeah, like, and the Improv wasn't exactly, it was like a, right. it the was comedy like a store showcase. Because the Comedy Store started in, like, 72, I believe. You, but Zanies is 73. 78. 78? Yeah. Okay, got it. So I think Zanies, it's somewhere in the top five. Got and it. Dangerfields was in there too, opened in 69, but Dangerfields just announced that they closed today. What? Yeah, so they did Shit. it. 50, yeah. 50, whatever, six, well, I don't know, 51. Dude, there's a whole bunch that are going down. I mean, Second City, uh, Cap City in Austin went down. Yeah. Um, IO's for sale. Yeah. 
dude it's, it's had covid's hitting yeah. people Second hard for sale is well this is what it, this is what crazy. i saw i mean like we talked about this in march that like yeah. eventually like it's not it's not when everything opens back up it's the next year so from now on we're gonna see like what happens with comedy clubs closing and man i would not be surprised if you don't see a lot more comedy clubs close in the next year like it, yeah I mean, it's right now it just right 50 people is really tough luckily this place is very small like this is a small comedy club so yep. 50 people it fills actually the room like it's, it's just bad, yeah. Hannibal, yeah. Hannibal Burris came by the other night and uh he he get up on stage and he's like you know I, I wanted to come see how this place looked like during the apocalypse <laughs> and he's like what I realized is it's just comfortable <laughs> he's like he goes, it, it took a pandemic to give you guys elbow room <laughs> that's pretty like, good very god damn it Hannibal which is like true like it's it is like it's spatial like I wish you know honestly like I think like a hundred people in here is fucking great 50 people is like 150 people in here it's like it's intense and it's like a game of fucking chess or Tetris or whatever like you just have to like literally fit everybody literally just maneuvering around this room when it's full and like uh, it kind of feels like you can breathe in here now a little bit right now right i mean which i guess is the point literally where you're sitting can fit like five of you but then you bring like some linebacker motherfuckers in here and it's two people that fit in that spot so it's like you're trying to fit it everybody in here when it's full is like jesus but i do wish like at least it was a hundred people in here because you could get a hundred people in here comfortably. Everybody has room still. A hundred would be perfect. Yeah, that's a that's a good. Yeah, you could double this. Uh, this uh, you could easily double this amount. And but I mean, one of the things that's so fun about doing this club is how it's just this long room. Like there's, what did uh, Anthony Bonazzo said this the other day? Because he was here recently, I think, right? Yeah. And he was like, you know, it's funny because you 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 feel like when I uh, you know when I'm up there, I feel the intensity of this room all in like one space. Yeah. And there's something about it that feels like you don't have any room to hide. There's, but it's like all of that attention is on you. But even like this, he said you could you could there's like room to breathe like you can feel it kind of like like i feel like i can move around a little bit more yeah it's definitely that you know it's just the six (laughs) the six feet apart is tough because you want everybody a little bit closer together yeah even if it's six feet going back that's fine but we're six feet separate so there's just a big fucking hole in the middle of the club (laughs) yeah which is like it's it's cool but you know, I almost it, want to be like echo. Yeah, like, it's just like straight, straight down the yeah. middle of the club as a whole of you know. Just, well, so but this is interesting. So there's two things I was telling Rachel this. I wanted to talk about uh, specifically on this podcast with you guys, which is one is that you were here for not that long before. Yeah, like, before I started in August and then we closed in March. Yeah, so you had like six months basically. Yeah, and then like bang and that and I mean just trying to surf this wave has been I'm sure has been challenging. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean like <laughs> it's it's like super fucking challenging. Uh, but the the thing about like is I like I like things like this. Like I like something that is. Well, we talked about this last time. You have like a you have an in- there's an intensity or like an edge that you kind of like to lean into i feel like yeah i mean like and this is where i looked at it like okay we got 50 seats how much money can we make a night like let's like <laughs> literally let's like figure There's like this a lot out. of this, a lot because of people leaving zany's being like how did i pay 230 dollars here tonight <laughs> it's not even that that's it's about the name of the game <laughs> yeah but it's not a, it's not about trying to rip people off at all no no, no that's not what i mean it's more about like the idea of like 
can I fucking put on three shows on a Sunday like we just did? We did a yeah. five, a seven, and a nine. Yeah. You know, and that's fucking like we sold out three shows on a Sunday. So it's like, can we do this? You know, I, with three shows on a Sunday is fucking unheard of. We usually do one, maybe two at the most. Yep. So then three is like, okay. And now it's like, we have Miss Pat coming next week. What can we do that's Monday through Thursday that's a little different that we'll sell for? So Miss Pat's going to come up from India and do a residency for four nights where she Shit, just dude. tries out her new hour because she needs to practice her new hour. Yeah, yeah. So it's things like that that we're trying that's to do. Like that's interesting, out. Brian, because that's, that's, that's like hits at an interesting conflict. I've thought about this myself is like, there's so many comics right now who are so hurting for stage time. And like, it makes a lot of sense to be like, we're going to put on a bunch of new shows during the week or et cetera, yeah. because we got less people. People probably want, I, I, I believe this is true, even though clubs are probably closing and will into next year, just based on this shit there. I think there's a lot of people who just really want to go out to yeah. see comedy or see something live. Well, the other thing is, is that you got to think everybody's quarantined and everybody's watching stand-up comedy on Netflix. Dude, tons. So it's like, as crazy as it sounds, people like, I know like Christina P has talked about it from, you know, Tom Segura's wife. And she said that like, she's gotten exponentially more followers during quarantine because people are watching her shit more because they, they're like, her joke is that like they gave up watching all the men finally and now they like got onto the women because they watched all the men. But it's like they, I think people are, were just starved for stuff. So now it's like you have a, a whole other fan base that wasn't really there before that watched a ton more stand up during it. Yeah. So those people are ready to go out too. And what we're finding out is most of the people that are coming to the club are f between 21 and 35, mm. which usually our demographic was a little bit older and skewed a little bit older, but now it's like 65 to 70% of the people that are coming are in between that age range. They're probably like, why is he talking and not showing us memes? Yeah. <laughs> this is really confusing to me. Oh, and uh, also like the people that are coming here, maybe like 70% of them have never been here before. Yeah. It's all a new. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you've got this whole new like target market of like, we don't, I mean, we're still trying to figure out like who's coming here now. Well, we opened it up to showcases and that changed a lot too. Cause right, now like, I, I mean, right now I have two showcases a week in November. I have three showcases a week where I'm doing showcases of Chicago comics. Really? Which is great. And then people that are coming, like Dave Helms coming in tomorrow and he's- God, man, now. he is so, he's so fucking funny. He's so funny. I can't, I cannot wait. Like he just, <laughs> he's great. Yeah, he's one of the him. first, it's when I first, when I, uh, when I first moved here in 2015, I, the first comedy show that I saw was like, I was like, I think I was here for like 48 hours and I went out to the Laugh Factory and I saw him on Chicago's best yeah. stand-ups. I remember seeing him at the time and thinking, this dude is so fuck. It was like, there was something about him where I was like, he was on another level even back then. Yeah. But even then, like I could, cause I watched Dave since 2014 and we started working with him around 2015 when you came Yep, and I started to like watch him just develop and develop and to develop into what he is now. And now he has like, he's just his stage presence and confidence have caught up. He's always been a good joke writer cause he's an English teacher and like, yeah, he has like that English degree. So he's great at writing just in general. He could tell you a fucking story like you wouldn't believe, but then on top of that, his his stage confidence now because of where he's at in his life, he's finally like he's a writer on that. So Raven and making oh, money yeah. and like, you know, his is just fucking 
he doesn't give a he's fuck. He's a writer on, on That's So Raven. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was on a whole bunch of stuff though. He was on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been. I mean, he's been a professional writer for a while. I feel like. Yeah, like he, I think he moved out there in the beginning of 2018. Probably it's the Ice Machine. Yeah. You, you can't probably can't <laughs> hear that. Maybe I guess you did hear it because he left. He's like, what the fuck is yeah. that? Is somebody moving around back there? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he like. Uh, I think he moved out there in probably the beginning of 2018 now, and uh, he's been out there. He started on a, a Comedy Central show. I can't remember the name of it. James, uh, James Davis's show. Uh, uh, he was, uh, he was also a writer for Rel on, uh, yeah, a little Rel show. On, yeah. I yeah. So like he, like, he just like bounced from writing gig to writing gig. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then he's been, uh, he's written like a bunch of episodes of that. So Raven. <laughs> That's a classic. I know. It's like, it's because they brought it back or whatever. And he's like, yeah. it's, it's, that it's, Disney it, money it, is no yeah, joke. God damn. That's I, love, like... I, love, I love seeing the glow up of people, man. Like where <laughs> Dave, Dave's talking about like working fucking for $35,000 a year as a fucking high school teacher. And, and then I was like, like, then he gave up to follow his dream. And then he's like fucking just skimming by forever. Just like trying to figure it out. And then he gets it. Yeah. Like, good for it's him. It's such a good feeling. Congrats, man. It's such honestly. a good feeling. Gonna come here and high five him when he comes into town. He'll be like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> yeah, he gets here. He gets in tomorrow. He's like, "I'm used to this. I have fans." Yeah, now. Bro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the best part about like starting at the Laugh Factory forever ago. Now is that like I've just watched all these people just go up, you know, and then that's why it's great to have three showcases here because then I could fucking watch these people go up. And, like, Dude, it's really cool. I think I, you know, I I've, I thought about this coming over here when I was riding the bike over here. Is I was like, you know, Brian has had this very interesting. And you're you're still I mean like you're earlier in your career man like it's you've had you but you've had this unique experience of watching people develop and like Absolutely. move on and like you have have had an imprint on their career you know what I mean? I don't know if I have or had him, but like I at least got to watch it, you know? Like, yeah, I mean what I guess great. you have some relationship with them. It's not yeah. like I don't know, it's not like Dave Hallam wouldn't be be a stretch to be like Dave wouldn't be shit without Brian Morton. That's for you know. But I got him a place to stay in Miami one night when he needed a place to stay in Miami. So. And he wouldn't be nothing without you that know? place. You know? Come on, Dude, he would have gotten Dave? Dave Hellum would have gotten stabbed in Miami. No, but I think like just the uh, <laughs> I, I definitely think like yeah August twenty fourth, two thousand and seventeen. He would have never made it. <laughs> I think like I think the laugh. I know like I'm at Zany's now, but I think the Laugh Factory coming to Chicago in 2012 just completely changed the comedy scene. And the idea of having a showcase club on the north side, like it didn't exist for, I don't know, like when the last time they had a showcase club here was. Yeah. It's probably the fucking 80s or early 90s. Yeah. And so finally one moves in and it literally just everybody starts moving here and then all the people that came here a lot of people come for second city or io and then end up doing stand-up yeah so you have those people that have a place then i mean how many people moved here from north carolina yeah i like nine comics like yeah. all at the same time like maddie wiener and that whole crew like yep. they all came here at the same time there's like probably i seriously like nine of them that came well, here there was together. a whole there was there, it's funny actually because like now i've been here long enough now that i've seen like multiple waves of this yeah it's interesting because there was a whole group of minnesota comics that came through exactly and there was like there was uh oh, jeff yeah, true. yeah jeff asmus and uh was kind that of was the, like the madison crew yeah that was yeah. the madison crew right. but they were but they were like minnesota wisconsin that whole they all came together. Yeah, yeah, and they all came like kind of Jenna at the same time. Yeah, like, Jen, Jenna Geppert, uh I'm thinking uh I mean, yeah, Jenna and Jeff were kind of the two. No, there's one more that's really funny and I can't think of his name Yeah, I can't either. One. Well, there's two more and I oh god, I'm going to remember this in a second cuz I haven't He's funny as shit too and I can't think of his name. Yeah, <laughs> David <laughs> Freeberg, but he fell out a while ago. 
um, fuck, it was Jenna's ex-boyfriend. Yeah, he's like a light. light Toller Wolf. No. Toller yeah. Wolf. Yeah. Toller's funny as fuck. He's so funny, dude. And yeah. he's, he's, so, he's off the walls. I haven't seen anything from him or Jenna in a while, but yeah. um, I mean, that's probably because Facebook is algorithm is like splitting us apart for some reason yeah maybe we gr- agree on too many liberal ideas and for some Facebook reason it's like only showing me antifa <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> so weird. dude it's fucked up i talk with my uncle about this because he's like a he's a conservative but he he's constantly like facebook is is like biased against conservatives is he part of the michigan militia oh dude he, he so i message him yeah it's <laughs> so real that's that's a good question so he lives back in, he lives back in so he was one of the he was one of the guys who got me into doing I have two uncles who did stand-up comedy okay i don't know if we ever talked about this um one uncle owned uh joey's comedy club in detroit okay joe belaska he started it and uh he now lives in la he's still a comic uh, but I used to have a crush on a girl named Roseanne Belaska growing up. What? Yeah. Wait, is she from? Well, is from she from state New York? Yeah, oh, well, she, never mind that. She'll never hear this, but yeah, she, <laughs> she was uh, she was my brother's. Oh, age. I'm looking her up immediately. Brother's age, Italian. She's so beautiful, dude. <laughs> Roseanne Belaska. Uh, Italian. I if think. you hear this, Roseanne, you need to message the show. Uh, add us on uh, Twitter. She so, graduated in '98. <laughs> she graduated from what in 98 high school she, <laughs> she a, graduated she my brother's class. she graduated from uh, rehab in 98 <laughs> <laughs> well it's not too far from everybody where i'm from I'll tell you that. It's, uh, i get graduated that. in 2020 i got <laughs> 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 <had> some friends <laughs> they graduated or moved on oh hell uh, no. Uh, yeah, uh, what I was going to say is the other uncle is a stand-up comic. This is the guy who I was talking about. We, 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 he's a conservative in Michigan. And I messaged him a screenshot of like when that news notification came across my phone, I was like, what the fuck, Michigan? I take this photo and I message him. He lives in Metro Detroit. And the first thing he messages me back is he's like, somebody should try her for treason. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what I mean? Like kidnapping the fucking Michigan governor like this is that's crazy i I have no idea what you're talking about what happened but yeah are you serious you don't know about this dude i stay so far away from politics (laughs) like who tried to steal the governor oh my god so that's what i thought you were joking about you really don't know about this no oh my god i just know that there's definitely a militia in michigan it's very famous yeah well uh, (laughs) like seven of them literally just got arrested from the by the fbi this is true for a plot to arrest and try for treason the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. That really just happened. Mm. That's what I thought you were talking about. No, I just know oh, that. Like, okay, the Michigan I've seen militia that. goes I've way seen back. That. Yes. It Remember, goes way uh, back. What's his name? The fat guy talked about it. The fat guy. Which yeah, the guy, guy that does the documentaries. That's really funny. Oh, Michael Moore. Yeah, he did yeah, a whole yeah. Timothy thing. McVeigh. He was a member <laughs> he of He did the... a whole thing on the Michigan <laughs> yeah. militia. Right? I do. As soon as you said the fat guy, that's who popped into my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quick. I, was that's like, his, I mean, guy. you knew when I was. He's, he's from Michigan, too, right? Well, he's from Michigan also. Yeah. Well, Rachel, if that's quick, you can see Brian and I's act on the road. We'll be going to <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska in the next couple of weeks. We've uh, got. They're going to do it. The fat guy <laughs> from Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> Wait, is that isn't the, the is he from the real is he from Omaha the really rich guy the really rich guy the richest guy yeah. if you get oh, oh, this oh yeah you're talking Warren about Buffett. Warren Buffett yeah <laughs> yeah the rich guy he's from Lincoln Nebraska I gotta go he's huge. I gotta get he's, out he's of from here. Nebraska I know that maybe Lincoln or Omaha he's no he's from <laughs> he's called the he's he's the prophet of Omaha oh, the okay. Oracle of Omaha is okay. what people call him all right I have a my family has uh, has a stock well not stock no my um 
Uh, I have relatives who live in Omaha, Nebraska, and they own, like, theaters. So, like, COVID has hit them really – I mean, it's been rough. But we used to go out there and do road shows every once in a while because they would wild. just – So you have, like, your family's just all in entertainment somehow? Yeah, it's kind of, like, entertainment adjacent. Like, we've – I've had a lot of – Jewish? Yeah, I'm not Jewish. No, we're That's we're wild. yeah, we're Irish and Scottish. That's both. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a rough. It's alcoholism runs in every in my veins. Yeah, you finished that. I was like, get him a big one. Do you one. want me? I did. That's a, that was a double. <laughs> no, I you slammed it really. Can I make you another one? If you don't mind, I don't mind. I uh, thank I you, Rachel. Do you want something? Uh, I'll have a just a little bit of uh, siete leguas. Uh, thank you. This is um I'm glad we got to do this actually. I still need Rachel to review my uh your Bumble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rachel sent me a new message on Bumble. <laughs> you you swipe that quick, Rachel? You're a savage. <laughs> savage. Oh man, she did go down. Wait a minute. This is a different Rachel. I've been lied to. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this actually. Uh, while we're on the subject, you guys. So I'm. I've never been in a militia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you. Were, yeah, you were close though. You're yeah, the military. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was governed. <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, I, well. We're talking about. So here's what I wanted to ask you about though. Is so I'm I'm back in Michigan, uh, like months ago, and I'm I wake up randomly at like three in the morning. And I can't go back to sleep, so I, I I'm staying with my parents. They live they live in Traverse City. Did you think about me at 3 a.m.? Is that where this is going? <laughs> <laughs> think about you every night, Brian. All right. I so no no Rachel no. Rachel leaves, and all of a sudden you're like, listen, sudden Bumble like, listen, is listen, just a listen, front. Listen, listen, shut shut shut, 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 shut your mouth. You get you don't get all those baguette and eggplant uh, <laughs> emojis I text you. So I'm um no so I'm like at like 3 a.m. and I uh I open my computer and I'm I decide I'm like fuck it I'm gonna go on Facebook or whatever, and uh and I see this like crazy this is like early I mean this is like right after George Floyd you know what I mean yeah these protests are going on and uh, they're right fucking outside of Zanies they're at like it, the the report thank you so much Rachel the report is like uh giant crowd it's at uh Wells and. You know, North, yeah, yeah. North. And I was like, holy shit. And I look and the helicopter footage is like, there's zanies right there. Like, you think as, we could cut that into a commercial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that good press? Crowds are rioting <laughs> to get in to see Dr. Bill this weekend. <laughs> I mean, I just, the point. So me asking the, qu the question that I want to ask is what, I, how, what the fuck, man? Like, that's insane that that happened. Like. You, it's crazy that there's this place was basically untouched aside from the fuck twelve that I saw outside. Oh, we kept that. That's like not that. on our building though. Yeah, it's on the next building. Yeah, yeah. I think it looks nice. It's a nice yeah. little touch. Fuck twelve. Yeah, his Michigan militia. Yeah, militia <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna hear this and be like, <laughs> they're gonna come look for it. Yeah. Go, what is this? I'm, uh, I'm yeah, dude, this. it's that's it's fucking wild. Uh, you know, I'm glad that people have the right to protest and the idea of. Uh, when somebody thinks something is wrong and they get to do it. And I'm glad that Zanies wasn't touched, uh, you know, especially cause this building's been here for fucking ever. There's yeah. not, you know, they like the windows aren't really windows. So it's like, they weren't really be able to do much, which is good. Like there's a lot of protection, but I also think like, why the fuck there's nothing here for anybody to take. So it's like, 
you know, I feel like they're not. I mean, really, liquor, and then all I these. I feel like you'd have to dig, and all the obviously. Yeah, but the like, sign. there's a, literally a liquor store across the street. Yeah, fair. So it's like, Good point. You know, yeah. like they're not going to fucking break into a comedy club. I mean, the heirlooms. I mean, it's a, that's what's so cool. Somebody I wish still Mitch Hedberg's headshot. <laughs> <laughs> Which headshot did you get? Oh man, I just got one of the hundred. But then you try to listen. I had to fucking replace a wall of headshots. It's so hard to get these off the wall. Like you, yeah, they're like drilled into this. They would fucking spend hours in here trying. Some of them are drilled, but like some of them are fucking. Did you? Why did you have to wait? Hold on. Why did you have to replace a wall of headshots? So like this one behind you, the other side. So there was a mirror here, like how there is here. But we had so many headshots that I needed to find room for them. So So I put up a whole wall of headshots. Situation. Yeah, I love that I'm right next to Jimmy Pardo. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy's doing okay. Oh I, my God, Ozer, I'm, right I'm here. A, I'm a dumbass. Oh, yeah. I'm a dumbass. Brent, so Brent, I looked for your headshot after you said that. <laughs> I was like, where? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm physically next yeah, to Jimmy I was Pardo. Around for your headshot. I I'm should like, have what? fucking sent a headshot over to Bert because he told me one time he was like, yeah, if you've been able to be on, if you've been on this stage, you're able to put. Sign, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, dude, that's so cool. And then I never followed through with it. I was like, that's such a great idea. And then, well, now I won't put you up. Don't worry. <laughs> You could just send it over to me. I gotta find room for Miss Pat. <laughs> yeah, well, you well that was cr- it's funny because like that's what Bert was when I had Bert on here. He was talking about how he was like we're running out of physical space. Yeah, for like I would headshots. like to do the ceilings personally. Yeah, maybe. And I then we gotta worry about. A, imagine if a fucking headshot falls and somebody cuts somebody. <laughs> Not if we use that. What is that wax glue situation still, that's on it? It's still. ridiculous. And then I can't get somebody down when they get me too. It's gonna be a whole. Thing. <laughs> oh no, that's yeah. true. Do you guys have an actual policy around that? Like, if somebody gets called out in the press, you have to like. Just saying, there's no pictures of Cosby up. We'll say. <laughs> 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 so I'm saying there are a yeah. couple questionable <laughs> yeah. people yeah. up on the walls. But I would say like Brian Callen. What's his still doing here? Uh, oh, that's a whole ass podcast uh, episode. I, I know, feel right, for right. Brian. Well, we'll step past. Yeah, we'll step past <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, I've reached out to him. He's re- he's he's never replied. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that's weird. He replied to me. <laughs> He'll never hear this, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got him forwarded to his Sorry people. for everything that happened with hey, him Brian. and the person that was involved. Oh yeah, the people that were involved. <laughs> yeah, and he's never been anything but nice to me. But I can understand where they're coming from. <laughs> oh, we are going to touch on the topic. Oh man, no, you guys. I'm just saying my, my piece <laughs> on it. Uh, well, actually, so let me. I wanted to ask you this, Rachel. How long you've? How long have you worked at Zany's? It's my third year this month, actually. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Woo! She worked at the Laugh Factory, too, but she doesn't like to talk about it. Okay, I was a server at the Laugh Factory for less than a month, and Brian likes to harp on it. She's a traitor like me. Good, because, good month, like, everybody man. calls me a traitor just joking around, but I'm like, she showed me the way. <laughs> you know, she, she was put, my canary in the coal mine. She put a, th- a th- <laughs> she put a two and a half year runway in front of in front of you to get over here. <laughs> she set it all up our one month together that we didn't know each other. So wait, why were you only there for a month? Uh, I was like managing the American Apparel down the street on Belmont and Clark over there, and so I was just walking you know down the way to make some extra cash. But at that time, I was like nineteen years old. It was a really dark industry for me. Wait, wait, which one? American Apparel? No, no, like Laugh Factory. So I would leave American Apparel. I would go to Laugh Factory. The jokes were fun, but the like, 
It's before I took over. It was uh. just like a very dark. It was just too much. for. It was just really heavy for what I was trying to do. I was just trying to get in and get out and like knowing what I know now, like if I was that more prepared. Hold on. Hold on. I'm really I actually want to dive into what you mean by this, because like, is it because because a comedy is like a there's like a deep well there yeah. in terms of like things. that I'm, It's not. a, And I feel like working at, uh, you know, working at a comedy club must be. That you can't just like punch the clock and then like you leave and it's right. fine. Right. Well, I didn't know that. I was just trying to get like a gig to serve. I was just like, oh, I've always been in the industry, so I was like, oh, I'm just let's make some money, and it was good money, but it was just like, if you're gonna you work at a club, you have 19, to get involved. If we're being honest, but like, what did you say? I said I believe you're older than nineteen. Twenty. It was 2014. It was six years ago. Was it 2014? It was 2013. You told me. Oh. So it was seven years ago. Okay. So okay, got I was it. Tw- 21. Yeah. 21. Got oh, it. I was freshly 21. That makes sense. Okay. That does make sense. Um, still, an, I was an asshole at 21. And, like, I just wanted to make money. Uh-huh. But what was comedy? What was the, What was it like? What was the comedy scene like at that time that made it so Like, I mean, I, did, I don't think I spent enough time to even judge it, which is why when he harps on me, like, working there for that <laughs> brief month. Okay, so I maybe had, like, eight shifts. I love it. I love it because, like, so whatever, whatever she goes to Laugh Factory, like, we went to Laugh Factory together for the holiday party, right? Yeah. And I was telling everybody, yes, yeah, she used to work here. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> completely disregard my career. She didn't, like, she as don't, don't say anything about Sadie's, but so I was like, she used to work at Laugh Factory <laughs> for a month. Yeah, dude, she used to work here, man. So stupid. And I mean, she's done nothing good since it. then. But she went. She went to Laugh Factory last week, and uh, I, that's how I introduced her to the manager there, like on, on via social media. I was like, "Hey, can you help her out? Like, she's coming. She used to work there." And that's so funny. That's, yeah, that's exactly how he like, introduced us. It's so annoying. Because I've only ever known you. I've only known you from here. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't. We don't know. And then Facebook also. And that I makes should sense say. to me because I have been here for quite some time. Yeah. And have established an entire job yeah whole role the whole right? thing yeah and a reputation what's my reputation it's a good one. Oh, okay yeah i think so yeah i think so i only know you i think i i mean i, I we've probably interacted here like what a dozen times maybe and then yeah. on facebook oh i see you all the time posting things and Try. chatting and stuff yeah and uh um you know you every once in a while you like something i post and that's very uh, you know i feel very fulfilled you're welcome <laughs> well, came did here you, to say that. Did you? Did you guys just match on Bumble? No, no. it was a different oh. Rachel. But I do want to hold on a second. I do. I gotta wait. I, I am do want not on dating apps. Just to be clear. Okay, we I know. do want to <laughs> hold on a second. So I do oh, want. Okay, I do need to your. Yeah, okay, let's so do I that. Really feel like it's comedy focused. I'm gonna have to post. Here's um, the only unfortunate thing about this is that no one's gonna see this. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like post this in the show notes or something. Oh yeah, you definitely need to do that. Okay. Oh. Here's here's the kicker. She's looking at my Bumble, just to be that's, clear. That's the episode it title. It says, here's a quick clip <laughs> in your bio. It says, here's a quick clip. It's in your bio. So, clearly, I can't copy and paste the clip. So, that means... These psycho chicks... They, are you they serious? They go youtube.be slash A4GATUXJX5M. Any girl willing to do that? Commitment. Okay, but then here's the kicker. So apparently your clip is about how you don't want children, but it does say that you do want them sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got, you know, I got yard work. She's like, I can't say that. (laughs) I like these. I mean, the photos are I see where you're going with that. Yeah. I think you should um, keep growing your beard. Yeah. Well, it used to be huge. I had a huge, I had a big COVID beard going for a while. I'm into COVID beard. 
I mean, it was like it was it was pretty serious business. But then it says after work you can find I'll me. I'll be your COVID beard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what does that mean specifically? You don't know what being a beard means. No, have you never heard that? No. Well, like that's the best part about Rachel is she knows like zero colloquialisms or like because like so your mom is from my mom's from romania and my dad's from lebanon so like my first language is romanian so just there's some things that i missed and they're so funny when i talk about them yeah like a beard is like a beard is like a safety like if you're gay you have a you know opposite sex partner that's your beard Right. It's like so people go. So if I was gay, I would have a girlfriend, and I'd be like, "This is my girlfriend, and Jane." Like, that's his beard. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's not a real." I've never. Okay. Yeah. It's an old term. To be fair, it's like a fucking fifties term. Yeah, fifties, sixties yeah. term. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is what we should get rid of. Ready? <clears throat> uh oh. After work, you can find me. When she grabs the mic, it's serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got really scared. She Mariah carried it. Yeah, I got really, I got really scared because she was like, "Ah, oh, excuse me." Here we go. After work you can find me at a comedy club or open mic i'm busy go on so we, <laughs> we we do get it we do get it that you do comedy so let's yeah. you know maybe like, even just us talking before the pod like you do how many so pictures much. how many pictures are of you there's doing one comedy? with him and Shaq. oh yeah not doing comedy it's just me hanging out with Shaq. okay that's a bad height difference for you photos. yeah like really you need is, to dude. post people that you're taller than yeah here you look at you should look at it brian i think photos are great this is uh i should post like i should i'm not a very tall man so i should yeah, but you shouldn't have a picture with Shaq. <laughs> like you should have a picture with fucking wee man yeah, like, like, yeah. if you're gonna do that's something do something that way you I can't go the other way look how much look how huge i am yeah like that's just gonna be like what's Shaq up to <laughs> that she goes in a fucking youtube hole of Shaq. you know it's like she's like what is this yeah exactly oh swipe left look how short he looks Wait, are you messaging anyone? I want to read your messages. Well, first off, your first picture you shouldn't have. What? Wait, are you serious? No, she picture. liked it. She liked the first one. I no, think that's a really this nice is a photo. Way, this is a way better like first picture if you're gonna put like or this. Like, oh, that one is it, so cliche. No, it's not the cliche. First photo. I this think is, the first see, that's the thing. If nice. I was on Grinder, those would be my first. No, two that's pictures. your Grinder picture. One thousand percent. If we're being honest, that's uh, your. Grinder. I know this is that's this your Grinder. I feel bad for the listener because this is so they can't see. I don't have to post these photos because yeah, they're it's pretty. And you know what? Drop the clip while you're in it. Right. You can literally. You can literally. I need to blow Shaq standing up, dude. He's like, he's enormous. Yeah, I know, but like that's not that the dude picture is you so post. big. That's honestly disgusting. But like you're at, you're like, up. yeah, you don't even have to bend over. <laughs> no, I really, I mean, like straight you're below up. his nipple. I know it's insane how fucking that dude's enormous. I don't even know if he could fit in this club. And he's not even standing all the way up. He's got one foot forward, like. He's doing that like yeah, he's like hunching. Space. He's trying to yeah. like call, get, get get lower for that. One group time of I people. met uh, Antoine Walker, and he's like I think he's like six eight or something like that. But he fucking put his arm around me and his hand, <laughs> like dude, I'm six feet tall. I'm like two hundred and ten pounds. I have a forty four inch like that's like the fucking jacket size I wear. He put his hand over it went <laughs> it went from like my fucking collarbone all oh. the way around below my nipple. And a, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. For a picture, yeah. Like weird puts, salad fingers, he, like spaghetti he, around your chest. Such his hands were so fucking big, and I was just like, I've never felt like bony kielbasa in my life. You felt like a little lady, like yeah. I was weird. Like, this, like, dude, I'm a bigger. I'm not like on the yeah, small you're not tiny. side. Of yeah, you're fine. Men, and yeah. 
he put his hand around me and I was just like, oh, there's levels to this shit. Yeah, like, it's like another, that's how I felt around Shaq because I was like, this dude is so fuck. It's not even just that he's tall, it's that he's like big and he's wide. Just big. He's just a huge dude. Fucking 350 pounds. And, it, and it's fucked up to say this, but as soon as I met him, I was like, how big is this guy's dick? Like, it's just, he's got, it's like, there was a part of me that I was just like, dude, you just have to, c- c- can we see it? Like, this is insane. Yeah. Has anything like leaked about his dick? Well, I've so heard, I've heard. I, yeah, I've, <laughs> I'm obsessed right? with, okay, so I'm obsessed with celebrity like, dicks. <laughs> my whole thing is like maybe I don't say the phrase correctly every single day, um, but Brian knows every celebrity's like dick size. What? Yeah. Every? Not every, but I got a good amount in my head. All right, Tom uh, Cruise. I don't know. I don't know Tom Cruise. Like, come on. That's you, this Chris guy Pine. has no time out. He has Scientology <laughs> protecting everything he does. You don't think they're gonna? Block protect his dick size. Oddly specific. Fair. But, yeah, but would, like, but like, like, no, but Scientology will block anything. So they're definitely not letting that out. All right, like, that's fair. They're lucky. That's Danny Masterson is like, they're lucky that they let yeah. him go. He got out. Tom yeah. Even had a dick, so fair. Like that to me. Tom Cruise fucks. That guy fucks. First yeah, of all, born in Syracuse, New York, legend. First of all, upstate New York, legend. But Tom Cruise fucks. If we're he definitely honest, does, Tom man. Cruise He's got a whole following. He fucks. He's this got guy's like, been fucking. He's insane about it too. I guarantee you. Like he has to like. He has to get every girl off think. the same way every time. Like, yeah, it's probably true. Just, That's probably true. Eats, this guy will eat nothing but a certain type of sushi and water for like ever just to have this crazy body that he does at his age. Is that true? Yeah. Is he and, like, he, dude, every he does his own stunts even now. He's like sixty five right. and he's still like dude, he's he just running around jumping broke on shit. his fucking ankle in the last Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was doing all his it's own crazy, stunts because he's a psychopath. He's gotta he's be a super athlete. Like in, he's so competitive. The guy is fucking insane. He, I guarantee he fucks well. <laughs> but what I've heard about what I've heard about Shaq's dick is well. Shaq's dick is average from what everybody. Well, said. so okay, so this is what I've heard is like I've so so we go to so when I meet Shaq, and uh, I'm there with my uncle, the same one who wants to shoot the Michigan governor, and he didn't like you around Shaq. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Here we go. First article is Shaq reveals his dick size. <laughs> hey, Jamie, put that up on the I, monitor. I heard Jamie. eight we... inches. That's what I heard. <laughs> Eight, eight, eight's, eight. I mean, eight, well, all right. So here's the thing. Seven one. Yeah, exactly. It's it's still disproportionate for like his. So right. like eight inches would make his dick look tiny. Like if yeah. he, <laughs> he, I think he used to date a woman that was like literally five feet tall. Yeah, he was. She was a tiny lady. I think she was called like Hoops. I think. <laughs> I think that's her name. God, my baby. Like type in Shaq Hoops. Type in Shaq. I think her name's Hoops. I, I thought Shaq I was hoops. getting interviewed, but I feel like I'm. I just don't have my phone so on me, or else I type Wait. it in Shaq Hoops. Shaq Hoops. Shaq Hoops. Hold yeah, on. I mean, so many other things. That might not come up because of basketball. It might not be Hoops. That's what I was gonna say. She has like some name though. Yeah, something involved with the earrings. Anyway, I met Shaq, and that was one of my first. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, Mister O'Neal." It was, I. It's genuinely like you're around it. He's so massive. What's her name? Whoa! Hoops, holy shit! Hoops. Yeah. See, he dated. How, that's how much he loves basketball. He dated a girl named, named Hoops. Hoops. You know what? That's crazy. She's tiny, she, right? She's yeah. Well, like she looks five. She looks five one. But honestly, like that woman could be six two, and she would still look that small. But that's next what's to him. great. Like, imagine like dating a girl that's like an average height. If you're that tall, like you have to date. That's you would have to. Yeah. It's strange. I I have a I'm a, I have a curse. I'm attracted to tall women, like women who are taller than me. I yeah, really like. So my mom's five foot ten, right? She probably won't mind me saying this story. Uh, we, if she does, I'm sorry, mom. I love you. We went yeah, to we went to uh, like a suit fitting place, like a tailor guy. Yeah. And uh, I like 
got measured and everything. And the whole time the guy's hitting on my mom hard, hard, putting the pressure on him, putting the pressure on him. I was in like eighth or ninth What grade. was he saying? What was the kind of shit he was? Just everything about how tall she is and how hot she is and like oh, just man. putting it on her, right? And then like uh, we leave and she's like, that short little fuck. And then, <laughs> and then she goes, she goes, he's lucky we're all the same height laying down. <laughs> oh, shit. She was like happily married at the time. So, but it was just funny to watch her like, <laughs> just like do it. Like I never, my mom, my yeah, mom, bangers. like my mom is a lead singer to a band my whole life. Growing what? Up. Yeah. So like, that's amazing. She was like the front person to a band. So she got hit on all the time, but every fucking yep. drunk dude yep. in bars or whatever. And my stepdad was part of that band too. So like they were together during it but like i never got to witness that side of her because i'm sure she shot down everybody at the fucking bar every night Can you ma- but if you're i think this like if you're a if you're like the lead singer of a band or if you're like like i imagine like uh i mean taylor swift is too crazy of an example but like if you're a woman who's in a position to get a lot of attention just women get so much attention as it is but then if you're in another position where it's like you're lead, lead singer of a band you have to develop skills in like you know what I mean? In like, uh, in like batting away all of that attention. Absolutely. Well, it's like a, a woman in the military. When I was in the military, that's like because the you go, know, it's like ten percent are women, and then ninety percent are men, and then out of that ninety percent, you have ten percent of that are hot guys or whatever. Out of the ninety percent, that literally it just wait. So ten percent of men in the military are hot. Like hot. I would say like hot. Like could be like if you if you were looked at him, you're like, oh, that guy's fucking hot type guy one out of every 10 right one out of every nine something like that yeah like okay i mean i think i could in like that but then what you think they're hotter yeah i feel like there's just a well man then, in uniform for sure then you had that whole side of it but i'm saying like out of uniform you saw them walking down the street they're you'd be like that's hot. an attractive dude mm. yeah and then they're also vying for those same 10 percent that are women in the military that you're with i could not imagine being a female in it's the so fucking hard terrible. yeah i gotta it's believe Ugh. Like so it was being a woman in general is just yeah, but then you're in an environment in which you're around a group that is what I mean, like ninety percent dudes all the time, yeah. and right, all huffing and puffing and working out and shit. Yeah, what are you gonna be a <laughs> dude <laughs> too? Like the de- <laughs> the next level of those dude. Yeah. yeah, I hate it. And mixing, partying, puffing and puffing and working out. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing is working out. That's all I did. Oh yeah, fucking! Sick. I was obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, well, I'm you glad this place. I, I, I definitely am. I slammed that shit. You definitely are because I made those. I know. I taste it. Well, I drank the last one and I was like, "This is like ninety percent whiskey." This is no, like it was just a double, and now that's a. That's like nine seconds pour. I yeah, well, dang man, I uh, I mean, you're from Michigan, you can handle it. I yeah. definitely can. You see my hat, <laughs> Traverse City Whiskey Company. Oh, I uh, I was talking with somebody, and oh, I remember, I was in a uh, Austin, Texas. I was talking with another comic who's from Wisconsin. This is uh, this is like where's Waldo for you? you yeah, <laughs> where the fuck am I? <laughs> where's Brent? Where the fuck is Brendan? Uh, yeah, I wish I would. I, Both I you have... and Brendan travel a lot. <laughs> You guys get around. Dude, me and Brendan Gay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. We're, I mean, that's why we did the show. It's because yeah. it was, that was the whole idea. Was like, it was just. You put the B&B and Airbnb. Okay, yeah, sorry. I know. Brendan and Brendan, B and Brendan. Airbnb. Air Brendan and Brendan. We'll work on it, you guys. Let's uh, work on that I later. just, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the podcast. Should I put that in my dating profile? Is that what I should toss in there? Yeah. 
No, we're, uh, we're gonna have to work on that too. So Published I was author for sure though. Published <laughs> author should be like number one. Yeah. And then like a link to my book. So Maybe I'm like, like this is a this is a channel for yeah. You reading it? <laughs> oh hey. With an arrow pointing at the title. Oh I, the name. I didn't see you there. Wait, but if the cover of your book is you on stage doing comedy, <laughs> the cover on my book is is uh, exactly my Bumble profile. <laughs> it's actually the same exact photos and the same arrangement. So sales are going well. It's then. actually the cover of my book is just the same link that you have to spell out <laughs> on your browser to see my clip. That's crazy, right? <laughs> You're like, how viral can I make this? <laughs> this is my grassroots crazy. effort. Yeah. If this somebody's is... like, your video was funny, either like. They're they crazy. searched. They are crazy people. <laughs> this explains why this isn't working, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's also crazy that you sent the girl other reactions from people. That's like next level crazy. <laughs> That's like getting a bad Yelp review and then going under it and be like, but you should listen to all these other people. Other people who liked it. Yeah. Um, the corned beef sandwich is a lot better than you said it is. Yeah. <laughs> Screen, screenshots Maria of Kay it. says... <laughs> Look, I'm aware. I'm aware that it's not a good look on me, <laughs> you know. Well, also, like you're just showing the woman like you can get girls, which she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, like internet, in in her life, large. there's seven million dudes that are hitting her up. Oh so yeah, she like, doesn't give a shit. I don't care what the fuck. I was talking about me. You're supposed to battle back with me because I'm being catty. Or I definitely, you know, what should it's here's the funny thing about it is I knew at the time I was like. Ugh, this is not a great look for me. And like I knew it's fun. It's weird to me because like especially on dating apps, you can be in this like strange dual mind where you're like, I know this isn't like like the, the things that I'm doing are not good. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm doing them anyway, if that makes any sense. Is it, you know what I'm talking Which about? It's just like a waste of time, though. I, I can't tell you how many. That's comments. why I delete it all the time. Like well, I delete well, that's Tinder psychopath or psychopath material too. I'll tell you that. Anybody that deletes and redownloads it all the time, you're a psychopath. Um, oh, I all right, thanks. Tell you how many- <laughs> okay. so Brian, Brian says and finishes his you're drink. A psychopath. Throws back the tequila. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many comics like have like a bit about a dating app, and then after they're set, I'm like, give me the phone. Let me see your dating app. And then I'm like, you're not fucking joking. Like this isn't gonna work. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe I should just do like a. You should have a consulting business. Yeah. Yeah. Just your, your market will be no, comics. because yours wasn't good either. Okay. First off, what are you talking about? I went on your fucking your Tinder and it was garbage. It was not garbage. No, you had pictures up there that do not belong. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So what? what was her? So what was yours? It was, mo- well, it was Tinder. So it wasn't a lot of explanations, but I like you, there was pictures that were terrible that you're like, and I was like, no. And then you put up the one that I told you to put up likes quadrupled. Okay. Oh. Uh, the red dress. Oh, what? You had a birthday, wait. Hold on a second. You had a red dress, dude. The birthday red dress. Yeah, but see, sometimes I'm just like, that's too. Much. It was every picture with her like doing a trap pose, like she's in like yeah, she's in like fucking yeah. cons and like or Tim's or something, and she's squatting. Yeah, like an Eastern European. I mean, this that's makes kind sense. Of like my staple look. I yeah, like I mean, I that's the, she's the, like, the I just want to show myself represent. I go, yeah, but also this. Yeah, like show this, that. Dude, that red dress was ridiculous. I, that's yeah, that's probably why everybody swipes on You got a peacock. It. You got a peacock on social yeah. media. You need to stand out. There's literally in your oh, pocket. By the way, there's follow seven me on Instagram <laughs> at Trippy Mixtape. <laughs> there's mixed seven thousand fucking people that you're swiping on, so you got to stand out. This is no true. No longer an issue for me, but thanks. But before you I'll got blocked on all of them, you need to like. <laughs> <laughs> for the future, the red dress. The new, when the new dating app comes out. The, the, 
<laughs> whatever the next one is gonna be. Yeah. Because you're right. Okay, you said it earlier. You're like Hinge is the place. Right now it is. Yeah. Yes, when I was in, really that's why I when I was in New York, I was like, oh my god, it was just like the that was the best one to be on. Well, you can comment on photos, and you allow. Come on, a witty person. Oh yeah, on a dude. Photo? I was. That it's was. Like, I'm telling you. A combo every time. That's why I was like, dude. This is exactly. I was like, this is the. This is the app made for comics because I could just like, and, and it wasn't even photos. Like the the move is you can you whatever their quotes are, their question answers. That's what you comment on, and you make like the fun like whatever like a joke or they're just like I love turkey dinner with my grandma. I'm like Turk T day with Gma, lol, and then like they and that's Don't it. Ever put that. Yeah, hey, whatever. Bad. You get the idea. The point. Bad, no, 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 no. It's whatever. It's like the point is That's that it's, I a, it's a low. Bumble is easily like the worst dating app for women. I really not Tinder. You don't think Tinder? Well, okay. Is. Well, I, Tinder, you get straight to the point, and then but Bumble, it's just like oh, you're you do finance. Well, tell me what your opinion is oh. on this. So, in my opinion, and this is totally my feelings on it with bumble a lot of times women don't like to reach out first anyway like that's not in your nature of like what you want to fucking do is that am i wrong on that i think yeah for like your average yeah for the most part like that's how i feel like and so like bumble it's like you have to reach out first so it's like it almost is like you guys are like what the fuck do i say to this like so it's a lot of a lot of the i feel like a lot of messages that women send out are just like the wave sign or like hey like Mm -hmm. the initial like okay here we go yeah Yeah. how are you doing but i I totally get that how's your tuesday going i think that people just go on dating sites to like feel solidified do people go to dating sites anymore but like apps i mean mean, yeah yeah. dating apps yeah Yeah. and also like if I just want to feel better, have about I had myself. a sugar daddy on seekingarrangements.com? <laughs> That's a different episode. It's a real, it's a whole thing, seeking arrangements. I don't, yeah. By the way, no, I feel like no shame for anybody who's on that site. Me yeah. either. Like, I feel get like life. Yeah, right? Life is hard Give enough. Give your money and get your money. Like, I feel there's a weird crossover between I've met a handful of sex workers in my life. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait, 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 whoa, 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 back up, you don't have to, you don't have to fuck. What do you, you just go out to dinner. Yeah, wait, paid. no, hold on. I just uh, let me complete the thought because I'm just saying that <laughs> I've met a handful of them in my life, and I feel like there's a weird like comedy and sex work in one way or another has like a strange kind of crossover. Yeah, like, I've talked about this before, but like the, the freaks vent- come out at night. Yeah, the kind of the freaks come out. At yeah, night. Like, like there's a thing that about you, you're, you're like your job as a comedian. You're taking something that you would do naturally, which is like people are just funny. That's like something they do interpersonally. You know what I mean? People were funny for thousands of years before anybody decided to be a comedian professionally right people fuck naturally that's what they do but you've decided to take that thing that you would do for fun in your regular life and then you're like i'm gonna build a profession here and there's something about that that's like a weird crossover between those two professions and i i think it takes a kind of like there's something that you're trying to get something out of that space that's more than what normal people would try to get out of it does that make sense yeah yeah for sure like and so I I don't know like I've met a handful of them so I just that's why I'm saying like seeking arrangements psh, get stack that paper man do what that's you want to do fans like yeah get that money swipe up on this clip <laughs> that's what I should put on my profile actually <laughs> swipe, swipe up, up. <laughs> that's real I think you should have mentioned that you're a comedian in the conversation yeah I should probably not put it on the profile yeah I would never when I had dating apps like never put that I worked at a comedy club podcaster definitely put but comedian right just wait surprise them with it (laughs) it's a fun little touch world traveler yeah fair 
Here's a photo of me in Iceland. I feel like every woman's profile on there, though. I mean, I've never. I have. I have no idea what men's profiles look like because I don't swipe on I, them. Apparently, oh, they're, they're holding fish. Of, yeah, that's what I hear. I hear it's turd like turd nuggets is what it is. I hear like photo of your abs in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You're holding a fish mm -hmm. slash. There's you sitting over a dead animal, and then it's like you're at a. I don't know, a wedding maybe. Seven of your best guy friends and you don't know who is who. Yeah, I mean, that, that's normal for like women, women on those dating profiles too. too. Because like everyone's too. profile is like the same. It's like, here's you at, with your, it's like f the first photo is like four women. I don't know who it is. So then I like look at the other photos and it's like, okay, now here's you at Machu Picchu. Yeah. And then here's you at what I think is maybe Ireland. Like I can't really tell. And you know my other thing too is like everybody just loves to And then here's you and your dog. That's what their whole thing is like. I love to adventure. To I love traveling. Fuck up. Or no, love hiking. Don't. That's what I don't get. Everybody love, loves hiking in love Chicago. Hiking. We live in the flattest place like, ever. Yeah, Dude, right? The glacier f made everything flat. Where are you, you hiking? Hours to find Where the, the fuck hill. are you going? Fucking yeah. Are we I mean, that's, reporting here? People are fucking. Are you going to like, you're flying to Denver? I really enjoy hiking? walking. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking wild. There's no hiking here. Oh where God. are you i like hiking i enjoy i can't i've been, the number of profiles where i actually read something i'm like oh wow that's unique is like it's once in a blue moon yeah, man. everybody likes the office <laughs> every fucking person oh, on there. i speak fluent sarcasm yep that's <gasps> another one. i'm like oh so you're just mean oh, that's what that my means god you that's missed 100 percent of the shots Huge Wayne Gretzky fan over here. Seriously. Or Michael from The Office or whatever his name is. I don't <laughs> yes, know, that's what Michael it always Scott. says. I've like never friends. watched The Office. And so like anybody that I see on there that likes The Office, I'm like, I, I better watch out. Uh, if her dog doesn't like me, then she won't like me. Oh, yeah. my God. Unpopular opinion in Seinfeld's better than friends yep every time that's literally <laughs> guys and girls these these people these are the people that match up we're the outsiders and these are the people that all match up and they fucking work in an office together and they're in love and dude it's so they're all so this is okay so here's why i think this is true is because have you guys taken the myers-briggs have you taken the myers-briggs yeah, i don't remember what it is have you not have you really not no have you do you but you don't remember what yours is i can't so I'm an ENFP, which is like apparently uh, among comedians who are among male comedians, that's not that abnormal. Um, typically, they tend to be more like the debater type, I guess, which is um, I don't know why that's or the entertainer type, which would make sense. But so it's I fascinating. I didn't even take the me. SATs. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where I stayed in my life. As far as test goes. You know, like, I, I didn't even you, do that. Like, I had to, like, I seemed like I was coming off like aggressive. I don't even take, not, yeah. I don't even take breathalyzers. Uh, I have not. Do you remember when we took IQ tests and I thought it was like just so unfair? Yeah. You scored lower. Go on. <laughs> because who the fuck knows what the Toyota logo looks like? It, was it looks like, like a, a T. Oh, all right, you so know. what did you say, like Hyundai? <laughs> <laughs> this looks right. It's uh, <laughs> a recognizable anyway, it's a low IQ, according to according internet. to a bunch of old white men. Fuck them. Thank you. What was I, your score? It's bullshit. Twenty four. Yeah, that was the joke. Out of how many? <laughs> out of thirty two. Yeah, it was twenty four out of thirty two. But it was like ridiculous questions. With the IQ test? Yeah. What? It was like a. No, it wasn't an IQ test. It, it was, was a, I was uh, like, how? Yeah, and I, I, the Toyota logo on an IQ test. It was very like. Um, it was a general knowledge quiz. Oh, so like got to it, see okay. like how much general knowledge you had, because she was saying she was the smartest. person Who says in the knowledge office. is general? That feels like that's biased immediately. Yeah, but she kept saying that she was the smartest person in the office. I, I see. still think that that's pretty true. 
Uh, well, all right. So the Myers Briggs, though. So here's what I was talking. I think this is interesting. So there's, I would bet that if the two of you guys took it, you would score personalities that are typically non-normal. That doesn't mean that you're like fucked up or that's what weird. What do you mean by that? I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. I think it does mean that we're fucked up. Well, I, I mean, we all we all circulate around the orbit of comedy, which has to mean that we're not normal in we're some regard. But uh, <laughs> which is why I was so fascinated by you were like, I got involved with comedy. And then I was like, no, thank you. And like bounced out. But <laughs> uh, but what I mean by this is like it's it's interesting because most people are what they call sentinel types, like 60 to 65 percent of all people are what they call sentinel or S types, which is like. They just like what everybody else likes. Mm. They don't really think about mm. things very deeply. Like I heard a guy once in college say, "You ever?" We were at a party, and he was like, "Do you ever think about how like maybe the color that you see is blue is like the color I see is green?" And I was it's like, "That dress thing. You remember that dress thing?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that shit. Where I was like, "You're 22, man. Like how the fuck?" I had that thought when I was like 12, maybe or right. something. Yeah. Like there's like that's not. It it feels like that's not I a very deep saying. thought. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, I think it's people that had to grow up younger, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. I think it's like you dealt with some sort of something in your life that made you grow up at a younger age, so you started to see the world a little differently than people that kind of just grew up like pretty middle of the road, normal. And yeah, everything got, was fine, and everything didn't sort of change. For Their them lives until were fine. They got to like well, also college like we and, grew up on like some fucked up shit, the Rugrats. Uh, yeah. Ren and Stimpy. What a, oh, that show is amazing. Courage, the Cowardly Dog. I didn't watch any of these. Did you, you not watch, watch any of these? I feel like I I'm, didn't really watch cartoons growing up. Oh my gosh, I was. Obsessed. I know what they are. Not I mean, Ren and, like all really dark. Ren and things. Stimpy is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, my brother really liked it, so I didn't watch it. Like I, I just like stayed away from shit like that. You're going through. Okay, that do thing you remember Jenny Jones? I'm just checking it again. <laughs> 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 I'd see how long we've been recording. It's good. We're good. Have we been uh, hour 12 we're we're good we haven't even talked about comedy yeah we've talked about a lot of comedy we've talked about a lot of comedy talk about dave helm his talk about dave helm for 45 Bumble minutes profiles, enough comedy for everyone. i mean that alone <laughs> should be at the top i'm 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 bad at it i will i will admit i'm not good at it i don't know if it's a skill i want to be good at necessarily but i think it's a skill i should at least be proficient i at. think it brings me back to like my aol instant messenger days so i'm like <laughs> decent at it it's like that form of conversation again <laughs> That was a whole, there was a whole culture around AOL okay. Instant Messenger. Yeah, yeah. That was a whole thing. I remember the day they got rid of AOL IM profiles, like they just, like whatever it was, they deleted the thing forever. Mm-hmm. I remember people, <laughs> friends of mine in high school were posting on Facebook. They were like, this is so sad. Like yeah. I had so many conversations on this thing. Yeah. I had like deleted it by that point. We just used uh, like a buddy list for a promo that we did. <laughs> for real? Yeah, for uh, we bet like Rachel's amazing at making these uh, super six prof- like um, promos on Instagram. So she just she did one like two was it two weeks ago or uh, last week? Oh, I did MySpace last week. So and two weeks ago was the buddy list, ago, I think. Actually. Yeah. Wait, sorry, it's not loading. But that was like you know I. <laughs> I got put in the hospital one time. We had a big fight, and uh, I had a, a shirt on that said "Your girlfriend's on my buddy list," and I like didn't know that I had had that on. Like I was just like fucked up and in the hospital. And the doctor's like, "Did you get beat up because of your shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Well, when did that happen? That was uh, 2005. During the AIM era. Long, long time ago. It was when AIM was still a thing, you know? It was before. Yeah, yeah. It was like MySpace. I think started to get big around that time. Like, but AIM was still like number one for a minute yeah, it was like yeah i just remember if you wanted to at that period of time if you wanted to 
Like, all the dudes I knew who were getting really laid around, like, 04 to, like, 07 were all active on AIM and MySpace. You know? That You're was, like... speaking truth. <laughs> like, I remember, like, the dude, this dude I knew in Metro Detroit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rachel's, like, so shaking her stupid. head. <laughs> what, is there, like, a story Ryan's there? Or like, something? facts, facts. <laughs> yeah, truth, dude, for real. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Spitting. I don't want to go any deeper, but Gems. I will tell you this. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh uh, shit, dude! I just got matched on Bumble. Also, what do you know? Apparently, my shitty profile is catching catching some some honeys. But if she's like, I watched your clip, like and she remove. just matched you to talk shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, exactly. She's Yo, like, I watched your clip. Like, I wanted to tell you that your fucking clip is awful. Your clip is bullshit as fuck, yo. I just want to let you know. that to our booker. <laughs> 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 I'm actually a booker for Morty's in Indianapolis, and I wanted to tell you I'm never going to book you. <laughs> oh, cool. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, I had a buddy back in Detroit who he – I just remember we were totally dr- – he would like – it's like every party this dude came to. He had like a different girl with him, you know, and like – oh, it was like 06 or something. You guys have bonfire parties? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do in Michigan. Right. You know what I mean? You go out in the backyard and figure it out, don't you? Well, I just want to see, like, because I was there too. Go on. Yeah. I mean, like, that's basically what happened is, like, you would just go to bonfires and get wasted around. It was great. It was a good time. Pass out in your car in the driveway or whatever. Get a handy in the basement, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was a good, good, clean fun. Yeah, yeah. And, uh,. It, it, so that's it was like 06 probably and drinking Alize. yeah <laughs> and hypnotic <laughs> and Goldschlager I was like dude Goldschlager I still like Ooh. hypnotic honestly I, think it's I used fun. to I used to mix Goldschlager and Jaeger and it was called uh, liquid crack Jesus and dude fucking I'd bring a <laughs> bottle of each I thought I was the man because like back then like if you came with a fucking bottle you were cooler than if you brought beer oh for so, real like, you came yeah with, I came with two bottles because like, you, could, you could you could you could because you were like I'm the party now yep like everybody can drink because yeah. I showed up Halloween blacked out I tried to like wall walk and put a hole in my buddy's wall and like <laughs> yeah what's wall walking it's like when you use your feet and use your back to climb up a wall you know you ever do that no you what well, you're supposed to do it in like a door frame so then you can like push your weight in the door oh, frame I and go it. up to the top. But uh, I did it on the wall and it was like a fucking drywall. So I just busted it. You just it went right, right through. through? Yeah. And then like they're like looking around like who the fuck did this? And I was the only one with a huge white imprint on my fucking back. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I didn't see anybody. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who did it. And then they fucking oh found out it was me. And they're like, you motherfucker. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I just remember I, Gelati. I remember sincere. I remember a lot. People would show up to like with parties with Alize or Hypnotic. That was like a real shits, thing, man. Thug it Passion, was the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah, Goose Incredible was like Hulk. a different yeah, level though. But you're a little younger. Like Goose wasn't when we were yeah. big. Like when I, don't think when Goose I was young. Was out. It was out, but like it was like you you brought absolute. You were a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's true. Or Sky vodka sometimes. Sky Sky was that shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, showing up at Sky or like a big. I remember like if you were like I'm the most masculine dude at this party, you'd show up with a big fifth of fucking Tennessee whiskey. I'd be like Jack Daniels and show up. Yeah, yeah man, we're gonna take polls on this Jack Daniels. That was like I had a lot of buddies who also were like they would get spiced rum. You know so what I mean? I would want to yeah. like drink with the women, so I'd get vodka. Or like <laughs> that's what? How, yeah, exactly. Some like clear liquor yeah. that you could or hypnotic. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize I was just like in a room with so many hot boys. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Out here, okay. <laughs> yeah, these I had are... to drink with the women. 
Well, like, because they, they don't give a fuck about Jack Daniels in 12th grade. Oh, know? yeah. Like, yeah, for real. Like, Let's drink some Sky What is this? This is awful. You know? <laughs> is this what liquor tastes like? This is horrible. Or they'll do a shot of Jaeger. Shut up, girl. Your trash. bones aren't done growing yet. Did you ever do shots of Jaeger? Yeah. Yeah. Jaeger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean that stuff was horrible. We had. Do you have aftershock? Did you guys drink aftershock? Yeah, the red bottle, oh, red and white. Like it had the. And it was like everybody would it. always put it in the freezer. Yep. <laughs> like I remember going. Eh, yeah, man, we got aftershock in the freezer. Because that was like the original Fireball. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was before because it was a cinnamon vodka. Like a cinnamon schnapps. Well, yeah, it was like a. It, but before, yeah, that's we so. Did that's Dr. such a good point. It, you ever do Doctor McGillicuddy? I remember Doctor McGillicuddy's. Yeah. We also used to do Rumplemans. Yeah. That was a big one where we wanted to drink, but we were still babies. Yep. So you were like, how can I get a mint into this drink so I don't taste the, the, the liquor? I remember we dropped one time. We went to Meyer in, uh, in Michigan. And I, me and my buddies probably dropped like, I don't want to say like 300 bones on. We had a friend who we were all in our 20s. We were like 20, 19 and 20 years old. We had a friend who worked at a restaurant who we met because we used to go to the same TGI Fridays every week. Who was 22. Class. No. I'll tell you what. When I think of what you're telling me right now, Myers into TGI Fridays, fucking class. Y'all dude, fuck. Class. I know, right, dude? I'm telling you. Class. I, have See, this. I met like my 19-year-old boyfriend at TGI Fridays. He was the bus boy there. And I like Ooh. him. Whoa. Hey, buddy. Tell me, tell you, me you guys had you. like performance exhausts on your car. And I'll, uh, <laughs> I might come right now. That's uh, <laughs> shit. We had, the, we, had the, we had the little velvet. It was when he would come... You would you would turn the car on and you had those neon lights yeah. behind you. <laughs> a little yeah. underglow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Let me turn down this kill switch engage. <laughs> oh, my you, God. You, peep, you peep the NOS sticker? <laughs> What's up, ladies? Oh, my God. And everybody loved Fox. Oh, Fox. <laughs> Fox is that shit. This is so real. Honda and Fox. No fear. Yeah. No, oh, my God. No and fear. And Monster Energy drinks. Monster Energy drinks. Yeah, man, you got to rip it. I really could oh, use some. Yes. It was so bad. So so <laughs> we had a friend who, this is, I'm such a, here's the thing, Brian and Rachel, deep down, I'm like just a fucking Detroit River rat. Like yeah. it's bad, it's bad news, dude. It like I, seeps out of your Just pores white you trash through my pores. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter what I try to do. It just comes out so strongly. And because so 22, our friend. Went to Meyer, bought us like three three hundred dollars worth of like liquor. I think we we paid her like fifty bucks or something to do that. And uh, I remember I got a date from the TGI Fridays when I was there because I walked past it. This a hundred percent happened. Yeah, yo, girl, I like your flair. <laughs> <laughs> yo, are those your buttons? Did you bring those from home? I, I mean, the, I think about the yeah. stories. I think about the shit that happened around there, and I'm like, there's no fucking way that this all is real. Like I. <laughs> I like I remember I passed the table was with some girl and her friend and I walked past and then I like to the go to the bathroom and then on the way back I stopped and I was like hey I don't think I didn't notice that and they were like what and I'm like you know you're just staring at me like I'm a piece of meat over here like <laughs> I have a name it's Brendan okay oh and then like they drove away and I was talking in the parking lot with my friends and then they drove back mm. and were like hey and like you started up the car in front of them <laughs> My S10 pickup truck <laughs> with my straight four-cylinder engine. Ooh. <laughs> what do you know about that straight four, Rachel? So what do you know sick. about that straight four? Yeah. You want to go to the under oath? Uh, you know. You want to? <laughs> you want? Do you want to lay in my bed and look at the stars? <laughs> We're gonna drive out to Romulus by the airport and take a look you at the landing like, planes. Like, fuzzy posters that you colored in. No, I had a fucking velvet blacklight poster in my room. Sick. I'm really not kidding. And I took some. I took I'm some. Really yeah, not I had blacklight. Too, you For had sure, we all did. 
This is so bad. Do you have like? Do you remember there was like a there was like nail polish that you could use that would be like the black light nail polish yeah. and i had this idea i had this poster of venom you remember the yeah, uh, yeah. the superhero of course and i was like okay this is so cool i'll take the white parts of the poster and just put that nail polish on it and then when i turn the light on it'll be like glowing and that's what i did and at like you know 17 i was like this is the coolest fucking thing that's ever existed at 18 you're yeah. like uh <laughs> this is so yeah, f- yeah exactly four months later i was like boy <laughs> this is bad this is a bad like choice <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think that did real well in the box office because women loved it. Venom, that was <laughs> no. Oh my god! <laughs> I had I had a black light room. My mom helped me, so I I was like, "Mom, I want to paint my room black," and she's like, "No," and I was like, "Yes, I really want to." And she was like, "Okay, but we have to do this." So I had, it was a black room, and then I took a feather and I did like white with feather all over, Whoa. so it sort of like like lightning in ways. And then I took uh, we took newspaper and crumpled it up into like a ball and then we dipped that in black and hit the white ceiling and then what? i had like posters of tupac and like, <laughs> I had, like a couple of, people okay, walk okay. in your room and be like is this the afterlife yeah and then i had the, <laughs> i had this like fur black blanket that was like it was so wild and there was just black lights all over my room so it was it was it was actually like a really cool design <laughs> at 17. Dude, man, I mean, dudes must have gotten so rubbery when they walked in. We loved it. <laughs> I, I put a little. Uh, Did you guys? You guys both grew up in the suburbs, right? Dude. I like it, mine was definitely not the suburbs. Like I don't know how to explain it. So I grew up in a village, uh huh, which is like weird to say. Uh, but it like when I think of the suburbs, I think of like a cul-de-sac and like nice areas. Yeah, and like. Mine wasn't like that at all. All the houses, I grew up in like a duplex. Like all the houses are on top of each other. Like It was like a tiny, like, it was a tight little village. But it was not a city. Not at all. Yeah, the city was like 10 minutes away. Like Utica is the closest city. It's like 10 minutes away. Yep. And then like, but all the, like the villages connected sort of. So like you could go down one road and go to all the, like you'd go from like Ilion to Mohawk, Frankfurt, Herkimer, like they were all connected. They were all in like one area, but it was basically like you were you weren't in a city suburb sure it wasn't Naperville, but it was like I it was like I my mom hates when I say this, but it was white trash. <laughs> like to like the This is the equivalent degree. in Detroit we would call that, that adds up. That would be downriver. Yeah. Is like basically what that was. My mom fucking flat rock wicks like, on white trash. Southgate. Like, it's pretty fucking white trash. Like if you go you're to like anywhere game. else but if like you go like <laughs> if you go like anywhere else like it's like uh were you in a gang he doesn't want to talk about it but yeah like, it, so like if you go anywhere else like it was like a a whole like i guess they're like new hartford was like the closest nice place new to, hartford yeah that was like the closest nice place to us but like yeah where i grew up there's only like a handful of people with any money than like a house you can buy a house there for like thirty thousand dollars yeah so this like, is really this is actually really similar to metro detroit probably like it's very similar like you, you sound like everything you're saying sounds a lot like wixom flat rock gibraltar all these like down river you could buy a house for like you know, you walk into a nice house, you're like, wow, this is great. How, what is this? And they're like, oh, this is a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bathrooms. I paid $85,000 for it. And you're like, wow, this is a mansion. My, so, like, the house I grew up in was a duplex, but it was three bedrooms, one-and-a-half bath on each side, and it was fifty grand. What? Fuck. Yeah. So, like, it's still not expensive to buy a house there. And it's That's crazy. Like, you can go to there to retire this year. The only thing in my, like, town was Remington Arms, the gun manufacturer. Seriously? Yeah, but that's gone now. So, like, uh, they just closed because of 
in my hometown, the Daisy Air Rifle yeah. uh, Company yeah. was from Plymouth, Michigan. <laughs> That's from uh, that movie, the Christmas. That's true. Story, right? Yeah, Red Rider, Triple Action, BB Gun. Uh, what about you, Rachel? Where did you grow? Did you grow up in the Burbs? Um, no, I was born in Albany Park, where I live now. But she grew uh, up in the Burbs too. She's gonna say no, but you got uh, at one point I in your life, you both. grew up yeah, like I went a to really home. nice place. Yeah. So my parents got divorced, and then we were in Frankfurt. So I went to high school in Frankfurt, but then like my dad lived in Rogers Park. Uh, so now I live in Albany Park, like full circle back. She lived next to Twista growing up. Twista? Yeah. What is Twista? The rapper, Twista? The rapper. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, oh, like, like Bernie Mac rapper. was my neighbor too for a while. Shut up, really? Mm-hmm. That's at, like that's that's, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um So oh, Rest in peace, Bernie. I can't believe you don't know Twista. No, never heard. Nah, no. Really? Listen to rap though. That's why nah, not really. Up, like, uh, it's so all bad. time low or whoever you said earlier. What? You brought up like some sad punk band. Oh yeah, I mean I yeah, Kill Switch Engage and yeah. Under Oath. <laughs> I said all time low. That's close. Right? That it's is it's close, got all the yeah. same. All right. Yeah, that was that was my that was my big move growing up in Detroit is we would go see hardcore shows yeah. in the basement of like St Andrews Hall and I did that in Germany. That's like yeah, you I were in Stuttgart, up. weren't you, or something? Yeah, no, I was no, no, in, no. Uh, like Rams, like Romstein, Kaiserslautern, it's called. But that's it. Yeah, like that's uh, that's where I started going to like hardcore shows, like Rise Against, and like I, I don't know if they're hardcore, uh, but yeah, that's like Rise what, Against is in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. I'd go see them and shit like that, like a lot. And that's where I got into that music. But I grew up on like all hip hop. So <laughs> it was a whole. one. I wish I was more. I wish I had. I wish I listened to it more. And I, I, and like I, I feel like I'm mi- I'm seriously missing out on a giant part of like actual shared culture. Twist is like the fastest rapper alive. Yeah, he's from Chicago. He's like a legend here. Yeah, he like he had the Guinness Book of World Records, and then Eminem took it, and then Twista took it back like, for like what for for fastest for, fast for fastest rapper. What? Ever. Yeah, yeah, he's wildly fast. He had a huge song with Kanye called Slow Jams. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know if you know that one. Yeah, I've heard of that one. And he had a song called Overnight Celebrity that was really big with Kanye. But he, uh, yeah, he's a Chicago legend. Shit, man, I should check him out. Twista, Twista. I ran into him <clears throat> at the. Stephen Marley concert. Isn't Bob Marley's son Stephen? Yes. Um, and then him and Stephen Marley were like, "Do you want to smoke a blunt with us?" What? Why would they say that? Why? Because she knows him from like from the, the yeah. neighbor. So he said, "What's up?" Yeah, it was my Got birthday. Um, <laughs> but I said no. Why? Why? Why would you not do that? If Dave Chappelle were here, he would be so disappointed. To hear I know. That. I know. Looking back at it, but like it just like the you know, but it's almost cooler to say no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I was like no with thanks. my parents and like boyfriend at the time, and like it was like six or seven guys that wanted to go into like their, what is it called, like the RV that everybody goes and hangs out. Trailer. In. Oh yeah. Their trailer. So then I like saw videos on Instagram like later, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't go because it was just very overwhelming. Yeah, just full of smoke. So you would have been. Yeah, you would probably never left. I would have been the only woman. You would have continued the career at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it would have set you down the dark hole very early. Oh, oh man, we are uh, we are 90 minutes in, man. This was a. This Do you want to ask questions about comedy, dude? I mean, I I feel like <laughs> what's there to say that hasn't already been said? I mean, like it's it's great that you guys are up and running. I didn't realize that you guys got back to it in July. To July, be honest, yeah, yeah. I didn't do. Going I did and going and going. I did we like, started off like two nights. Now we're up to five. We're about to be six, dude. Yeah. I mean, Miss Pat's coming up. When's she coming up? Monday. Yeah, she's this, so this fucking Monday funny, man. Up, yeah. she's, dope. she's so much fun to watch. Did you watch her on Burt Kreischer's new show? Yeah, the, uh, the cabin one. 
Oh my god, that's wild, dude. She's so she's just so entertaining. I feel like she's the nicest person ever. I believe it. Yeah, I met her like four years ago, and she's just been sweet ever since. Oh, well, I remember she can't. She used to do Zanies. I think. I mean, Zanies day, part of yeah. me. Uh, Laugh Factory. Like you I guys would have her up. I don't know if she did Laugh Factory ever, but maybe she did. But yeah. I, I met her here, like after Zanies. I went to Old Town Owl House with her, and we hung out all night one night. And that sounds like, like a blast. Maintained like just good rapport since she's really nice that's cool <laughs> yeah last time she was here she had me um inventory all her t-shirts because she thought her daughter was gonna steal them all <laughs> so she was like i have to count them all and it was so funny yeah she's a wild card she's great though yeah she's a great person she's gonna be a good job you guys got uh right now it looked like dr bill was here yeah he's I here think, this right? weekend yeah. and then uh what is it? zane thomas is hosting no Who's hosting? Jason Clark. That's who or it is. Jason, Jason uh, Cross. 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 <laughs> Jason Cross. Who's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, he hosts like he hosts uh, different times. I I was here when um, Tom Rhodes was here and Jason yeah. was uh, yeah, hosting. Yeah, yeah. I and love then, Tom um, Rhodes. Dude, Tom and I are buddies. I uh, this is such a weird story. Tom and I. So I this is, I've never talked about this on the pod before. And uh, but so Tom, I met Tom in Paris like yeah. years ago because I was doing comedy in Paris yeah. and like Tom does comedy all over world the world. Traveler. Yeah, and so. Tom and I were on the same show and I was like, dude, I, 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 so I had a chance to meet him and I was like, dude, I really respect what you're doing. I think you're so cool. And all this stuff. He's like, yeah, man, like you're, where are you from? And I, we were like, we kind of hit it off and he's like, well, let's keep in touch. Like, let me give you my information. And so we started talking and, uh, we kind of got into like regular talking regularly. He kind of became like my mentor for a while. Yeah. So he left the uncle for Tom. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, so Tom, he you know he was married, and uh, and then he gets a divorce, and uh, he uh, he you know him and I talk kind of regularly. We kind of fell off. There's after, an Uncle you know, Tom joke in here somewhere. Somewhere. Sorry, go and so, so I would leave that to someone else to make. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and walk around that landmine. So uh, out of nowhere, I have an I have an ex who lives in L.A. She works on the Marvel movies, and I get this phone call from her one day. We talk regularly also. We're still friends. We dated in high school, and then in college, we were on and off for, like, a long time. So I get this call from her, and she's like, hey, um, how you doing? We're talking and all this stuff. She goes, hey, I, this is really crazy. I went to this comedy show. And I'm like, yeah? And she's like, yeah, I saw this guy. He really reminded me of you. Um, uh, I think his name was, like, Tom Rhodes. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, we really hit it off. And, um, you know, we went out, and we got some coffee and stuff. And I'm like, oh, you're fucking kidding me. Fuck. Yeah. She slept with him like a hundred percent, and I'm like, "What are you?" I'm like, "This is fucking crazy!" Like, did he, and and it's just my instincts immediately were like, "Oh my god, that she slept with Tom." Funny. I know, right? So, uh, some Tom's so I don't older gentleman. So, I don't mention so this to are, Tom. You guys are uh, Eskimo brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so you should have came in hot, <laughs> hot. Like I know what you did. So Tom and I, like a while later, I end up talking to him and. Um, as we're talking, he's like, "Hey, um, I think, uh, I think I met somebody who might know you." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, is it the woman you slept with, Tom?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's oh yeah." And he immediately got so flustered about it. And it was like it's just was one of these weird small world moments where I was like, "What the? F what are the fucking chances of that like happening?" <laughs> yeah. What a bizarre. That is very. Funny. Sounds like your ex is a chuckle fucker. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> your words, not mine, dude. I'm just kidding. But, I'm sure you listen. It's just a I'm joke. I'm sure she's a nice lady. 
she's, she's a wonderful whistle from. He's a he's a great dude. I love I, he's such a funny man. Like and he's he's so, he's a lot of fun to just spend time with, I think. He's like uh he's a very creative dude. Yeah. So like I was a good it was he's a good, been a good mentor to me mostly, so. You know <laughs> mostly. I mean? I mean he fucked my ex, what can I say? <laughs> I feel like we should edit this whole last part out because it's sad. (laughs) It was fine. She's a beautiful woman, Tom. uh, You know what I mean? He needed a rebound. Congrats, Tom. (laughs) That's why you brought up his divorce first. You even set it up so it was okay for him. (laughs) I I wanted to show you his headshot, but now never mind. (laughs) We were going to take you on a tour and show you Tom, but it sounds like... So we're still friends. I still talk to him. And when I was in L.A. a while ago, I, well, I was like, the three of us should hang out. And then in my mind, I was oh, like, this is the weirdest dope. idea. Dope, dope, dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, we should probably get to talking about comedy now that we're in the, we're yeah, the, go ahead. We're in the end game here. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys, I got to go uh, pretty soon, you know. What? Doing I what? Have, what do you I got going a new on? Puppy and oh shit! It? All right, it's almost seven. Okay. Well, uh, I thank thank you guys for having me over here, man. It was a lot of fun to talk. You, to you don't have questions first. Wait, we're, you got five no, minutes. No, I got time. I well, time. I want to know. I, I'm, I'm sure, sure you have questions. Questions that we didn't get to. I mean, mostly what I wanted to talk about was just uh, what you guys <laughs> were doing with COVID and shit, man. We kind of covered that. It's open. It's guys yeah, still got well, shows I don't going know on. What you guys talked about before we came on? Did you give them like the whole breakdown of what we're doing? No, I want to hear this. Actually, I would like to hear that. Yeah. Okay, so basically. you can fill in where I leave off because sometimes I forget but uh, we socially distance all the seating inside right we Mm -hmm. limit it to 50 people we usually hold 150 so it's one third of what we normally can hold we are taking temperatures of everybody uh, that comes in the door. All our comedians, we take their temperature plus ask them like a 10 page or 10 questions uh, about COVID basically, just if they've had any symptoms, things like that, and uh, answer. Well, all of our employees, so not just Correct, yeah, sorry. All of our employees, anybody uh, that works here basically, uh, comics and employees. Uh, what else? Oh, you have to uh, wear a mask when you're not seated. You have to wear a mask when you're talking to your server. We're doing cashless, paperless, so everything. Yeah, I noticed card. that on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the mics. Yeah. Every everybody gets a, their own mic, and like the mics are disinfected. We're cleaning the fuck out of the room. We have hospital grade air filters in the room. Mm. Uh, we're like literally. I'm just going so anal above and beyond what needs to be done because it's like an airplane in here man but i don't i don't want us to close so it's like i'm literally just abiding by every fucking law possible because i don't want a reason for us to have to go backwards because what now like it feels good again and going without comedy for fucking five months horrible it's just horrible such a shitty it really was it felt really bad Like, it's not like everybody's like, are you kidding? Everybody is on board. Yeah, they get it. I'm a little butthurt about the fruit. We did all eliminate fruit. We're just trying to eliminate things so that like, like garnishes. people can touch. Like, as far as like uh, our servers yeah, touching, yeah. just we want it yeah, as but little. It's gen- I mean, it's a great idea, obviously. And a lot of other restaurants and bars are doing that, just too. As little... I feel like the air filters are probably the most important. That's yeah. amazing we that you have that going on. We went through a lot to find them. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad we have Overly them. cleaning the rooms. Uh, yeah. Like, all the fucking dishware and everything is washed twice. Yeah, gloves, so, not a glove wearing. Yeah, gloves, all that shit. That's great. We're just so. trying to like maintain it and keep it. And now you know you you kind of you go from July to October and you're like you feel like oh like you can relax a little bit, but it's not true. Like we're literally going even more now and just trying to figure it out even more because 
for, I hear it every day. Like somebody I know got COVID, and it's like we're just dude. I mean, like it's. Away. I mean, James Fisher Jr.'s uncle just passed away from it, it's and sad, like, dude. yeah, and uh, I mean. I think that it's. I'm glad that you guys are doing that and taking this. It's. I mean, the the air filters. I think is probably the most important thing, and it it does. I mean, the air in here is so clean. I feel like it doesn't smell like a comedy club, and well, <laughs> and I try to keep it cold too. Like it's yep. a lot of shit. Like well, but I think that yeah, I mean true. this space is going to become really important into the fall and winter, man, because people are not going to be able to go outside as much and and all the other getting out and are, seeing. A I mean, realistically, show, like yeah. I feel like the energy is all the way back. It's coming back at least, and then also, I mean, c- crowds like, are probably so excited to just pumped, see somebody and like, and like you get to because it's such a small crowd, you are interacting with people more. Yeah. So like you have that like from the minute they walk in, you have that customer service like experience. You talk to them at the table, like obviously you're far apart or whatever, but you still you we're know. getting regulars that are coming. I got this every guy Tuesday. Ian Fisher. He's come to like every show. Yeah. This guy, the guy nice. Gerard Malloy, like he's come to every. He like, literally. I love that you know these guys' Instagram names. Yesterday. Yeah, because like yeah. they come so they're, much. Yeah, they're coming regularly. Like, they want to come out. You know, like yeah. I, they're coming to support. Mike Fountain was coming to. Every, he's a comic. I don't know if you know him, but like he was mm. coming to so many shows just to support because he's like, I just want to be around comedy again, man. Like it feels. Yeah, good. I miss it. I I just miss it too, man. I miss going to. And there's something about comedy outside that just isn't the same. Yeah. You know, like just being inside, especially in a club, it feels like it's it's a big difference. It's a huge difference the good in the news space. So, like, even though like clubs are closing left and right or for sale or whatever, like comedy is not dead. So even if it's not inside a comedy club, it's either on Zoom or it's in the back of like a pickup truck or it's in like an alley <laughs> or, a or a parking lot. Like I'm At here. A drive in. It's in an alley. A drive in. Like I yeah. feel like people are doing whatever. Yeah, Bert Kreischer's doing alive. those drive-in shows, man. Animal yeah. just did. Like you went to a drive-in uh, concert. Concert, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we're doing whatever we can to keep like live entertainment. Because people just want to be around other people, man. Yeah. And like it's it's a strange time, but. Well, I mean, like, you know that in prison, the worst thing that you can get is solitary confinement. So. Right. I mean, I went to, it was weird because I did a show in June in Portland. I went out and featured. And that was, like, one of the only things that I had going on between basically March. At Helium? Uh, no, it was, uh, basically, it was just a independent show that I ended up doing okay. and was featuring at. And, like, uh, I don't even think Helium was open because Portland had shut it down. It was actually technically it was in Vancouver, Washington, oh, so it was yeah. right across the state yeah, line. Yeah. And aside from that, and the Zoom shows I done, I've hardly done any. And then I went to New York and did a couple of shows like a few weeks ago. Saw, you know, people we 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 all know. And I was like, dude, this is the first time in six months I've seen any friends. Basically, yeah. it's a weird time. Yeah, it felt good to like open the doors and. I remember like Hari Rao came up to me. He's like, it just feels, it feels weird to say it, but it's nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, yeah, I never man, thought I'd nice, say that to you either. Nice to see <laughs> you too. Yeah, yeah. I, I never get that, that from comics. <laughs> uh, well guys, thank you so much for doing this. And uh, I was just lovely to sit down get to sit down and talk to both of you guys, of course. Yeah. So. Go to zanies.com for uh, our shows. Come to the Chicago club. We're open. We're keeping it safe. All right. Good to speak with you, Brian and Rachel. Take care. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Madness Continues podcast. Once again, this is Brendan Lemon. If you liked what you listened to, please take a minute to like, to subscribe, to give us a rating. It really does mean a difference. I say us like there's more than one person doing this. Uh, It's just me, everybody. So every little bit of support you can lend would be really appreciated by me. If you want to share this podcast, it would really, really, really mean a lot to me. I hope you come back. I hope you listen and check out the other podcast I produce, Funny Planet, where we talk to different comedians from all over the world about what they're doing and how they are funny in their own cultures. You can learn a thing or two and you'll have a laugh too. Anyway, take care. Take it easy. We'll see you here next time.